Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Here on this Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call for the phones. Uh, we are going to have a uh, replacement transmitter up tomorrow, but you're catching us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, uh, podcasting us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And you're also listening to us on AM 1490 KRSN in Santa Fe, 107.1 Los Alamos as well as on our app at ebq.fm. And you really want to go, you know, totally low budge and stay without the apps and all that stuff. You can go to kiva.am as well. Go ahead and get that uh, information out to everybody that you possibly can. Glad to be here with you. I mean, it's been a tiring day. I'm not going to lie. Our driver went out to go get it. By the way, D.D. Muska here for hour number one. Our driver, uh, JP, went out to go get the... um, piece of equipment out in uh, Oklahoma, Dowd, and um, took off last night at 11 o'clock, drove all the way through the night and uh, got there and then uh, waited a couple hours to get the uh, transmitter and uh, we're bringing it back here in town. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, New transmitter coming and Ghislaine Maxwell going to jail. So it's a good day in the Rock of Talk. It is. Yeah, well, we're certainly happy about that. Uh, As far as justice or anything you know, is concerned. I don't know how much more justice they can actually get at this point. So uh, the good thing is, is she's likely to spend possibly the rest of her life behind bars, Mm -hmm. I guess is what we're looking at. So uh, we'll, we'll of course get into that a lot to to get to as always here in the Kiva. We, we don't get to a a half, a third, you know, sometime maybe, I don't know, doubt. Sometimes we don't get into absolutely anything of what's prepared. That damn murder mic always distracting us. Well, (laughs) And it's good stuff. Uh, we did get, uh, we did talk yesterday about how the uh, Espanola police blotter was offline, but you got a response out. I like that. Uh, I did, ladies and gentlemen. I, I think the good news, more good, this is great news today. Um, I contacted the Rio Grande Sun, the newspaper up there in Espanola, asked a very open ended question. One of the best, one of the techniques I've learned uh, from investigative reporters, even though that's not necessarily my bag, is you really need to ask open ended questions. And I just very innocently said, you know, I, here's the link to the last police blotter it was early september uh what what happened is it coming back and uh an official with that newspaper said oh somehow it fell through the cracks and we are bringing it back it's coming back due to us there it is <laughs> yeah it's uh I, I like the the phrasing we happen to overlook yes yes yeah um you know in most newspapers, actively overlook <laughs> In most newspapers, you know, they have deadlines about what feature goes where. It's on a giant whiteboard. Everyone's got a big newsroom. They know that there's meetings. How is the whole thing going to come together? You know, it's a very pitch and switch type of operation uh, where, you know, everything's plug and play and people can kind of, you know, peruse through these subjects. And then there's a prioritization level. You know, this was uh, probably one of the things that kept people reading, flipping the pages, you know. and that's what, you know, sort of uh, creates the continuity of the of the community, you know, keeping it together. Like, oh, we, yeah. We do that so here. That's what Every happened. day I prepare the Daily Blast based on yesterday's format. So I remember this day in music. I remember how many days are left in the year. I remember Dowd's uh, extra clicks. So you're right. It's standard, but it hasn't been standard in the last couple of months. Right. Well, 
I'm going to stop my bitching right now. If they if they they said they'll bring it back, if they do bring it back, I I will be grateful, and we will get back to our Espanola police blotter there with a certain kind of accent I think offered by the host of this program. I think so. Yeah, he uh, certainly likes to do it. In fact, uh, it's one of the most notable things about the program. Uh, uh, generally speaking, uh, people will ask me to do this or that for them. You know, sort of turn a trick, so to speak, uh, doubt, and uh, I do so. I, uh, that's something I do. We dance for, for you here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we do all sorts <laughs> of uh, monkey business uh, right here. We'll get into uh, media and social media in just a moment, but uh, we'll talk about crime today. Branson, uh, where is Virgin Galactic in terms of the uh, price point? Are we below 13 now? Uh, we are below 13 as of a few minutes ago when I mm-hmm. checked. Uh, the other news, of course, is uh, we can get into this more later in the show. The SPAC has gone through for Virgin Galactic's sister company, Virgin Orbit. So once again, when it goes public, ladies and gentlemen, as a lark, not as, as financial advice, I will be buying my one share of Virgin Orbit. Let's start first here locally. We'll keep it here. And, um, and I told you this is just not going to go well. I talked to Eddie Nunez, who's the athletic director of the University of New Mexico. I reached out to him. Uh, Eddie was kind enough to return my phone call. Uh, we engaged each other in about a 15-minute phone conversation, exchanged niceties, a lot of respect, and you know where we saw program, where we saw the program going. And uh, the program, as of today, and based upon the new restrictions that have been uh, put into place, because you know there's a lot of punishment that goes on behind the scenes. You know. If you don't do what the governor wants you to do, prepare to get punished. Yep. And uh, this is unfortunately the uh, predicament that the athletic director finds himself in. So, you know, it's a little bit of go along to get along to make things happen. I'm sorry. So it's a little bit of go along to get along so you can get what you want to do. It's, you know, it's called compromise. It's it's what happens. Okay. And in doing so, they wanted to accommodate, I think, the governor's um, push to sort of recreate the lockdown and the restrictions that were happening. And they said, oh, these mass gatherings, it doesn't look good for us. We have this rise in corona. We have the increase in the infections. Uh, We're sending sort of mixed signals when we ask people to gather. And then they decided to go ahead and say, well, we've got new vaccine rules that were coming into place to go ahead and accommodate uh, the governors and uh, what you needed. Because remember, if you're actually looking at this, if you're looking at this in a reasonable way, you understand that the infection rate amongst the vaccinated right now is through the roof. And for the people who are unvaccinated, they're not getting hit at all. I, it, it, I Dare I say it, I want to say 10, 15% maybe. What happened to Biden's claim, Michelle Lujan's Grisham's claim, if she even made one, that this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated? It's uh, not. New it's York a, City positivity rate uh, has surged to 20% in one of the most vaxxed places on Earth. Yep. So you're looking at something where they are spreading it. And remember, we're, again, uh, inducing the spread by morphing uh, and changing the composition, uh, if you will, of that vaccination, or excuse me, of the virus which is now becoming itself, in and of itself, immune from the vaccination, and now mutation, right? Okay, so back to the uh, the pit itself. So Eddie Nunez decided to go ahead and put in the new vaccine rules, and he said, well, we'll go ahead and try this out for 30 days. So they had planned on implementing this new vaccination requirement, okay? Now, they had a women's basketball conference home opener against San, uh, San Jose's San Jose State. Last night's good. Yeah, that has been postponed. They have the uh, Colorado State game. That has been postponed. Uh, You've got 
a bad step. Again, we saw this coming. This isn't something that is uh, going to work. And you can't just say, well, because these people are all vaccinated, half the NFL seemingly is now infected. It seems like uh, a good quarter of the NBA, uh, a good portion of the NHL, so thereby they have shut down the the season. You know, we're looking at this, and we're adding insult to the injurious last year and a half, you know, going on two years. We're now 22 months uh, as of of, uh, January the 13th, and it does not look good uh, going forward. So it impacts restaurants, it impacts the game, it impacts everything. Yes, at some point we do have to get back to living, okay? Now, Mr. Williams, uh, let's see if I got this, Dave Williams, the deputy athletic director, says it's a big blow to our student-athletes. They want to play these games. Obviously, it's a big blow to the fan base who look forward to coming to the pit. I don't know that anyone's looking forward to going to the Lobo game. I don't know that anybody in the student-athletes right now are looking and saying, you know what, this is really unfair. They almost expect this. There's a level of depression that's happening along the University of New Mexico student-athletes. And indicative of this quite possibly might be the latest big-name recruit who came in, signed his name on the dotted line, came to New Mexico, thought he'd be happy, and then suddenly he realized, and the guy is from Haiti. He was a uh, much-heralded basketball star from a transfer from Kansas uh, or University of Kansas, one of the premier programs in the country. Patino was lucky enough to nab him, I should say. That's why we brought in Patino, or that's why the uh, athletic director, Eddie Nunez, brought in Patino. And now he's picking up and leaving. Because the same restrictions that we're having here are not the same restrictions they have everywhere else. And I'm not sure what else is involved in that particular decision, but I can tell you that if you love New Mexico, you wouldn't pick up and leave. So that doesn't look good. Gebro Muscadine? That's it, Muscadine. And he's out. He's out. He's gone. He's transferring, like, immediately. He's going to salvage what he can of his career so he can go and uh, play it somewhere else. So they've got COVID issues even in the program. They have COVID issues uh, everywhere. We're inducing the level of vaccination. Uh, Remember, (laughs) most of these teams are 100% vaccinated, and they're having 40, 50, 60% infection rate. What are we doing? When is someone going to have the balls enough to make the right decision and say, you know what? This isn't the way to go here. This doesn't seem to be working. Let's stop what we're doing, and let's just go ahead and have our guys go out onto the court. But there you go. Okay? Another impact. I told you it's going to be a long winter. We've got to try and turn it around. Hopefully, people are going to be able to hear us uh, tomorrow, and we're going to be able to change the conversation. Because right now, uh, it, it is. It's impacting everything. And, and I know that you know states like Texas and Utah and Arizona and the like are trying to stay as open as they possibly can. New Mexico is consistently hedging uh, against uh, all of the rationale, and they're going with, you know, the White House's baseline response to everything, which is vax, 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 mask, 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 and depress the entire country. Cancel, cancel, cancel. It really is. It's 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 pretty bad. So uh, anyway, uh, there's been we we talked about it. We alluded to it already, and in a very funny piece. My good friend Nick Wilbur, uh, the premier conservative blogger here in the state of New Mexico. Folks, uh, IQ off the charts. You know how often I read something and say, I wish I wrote this maybe three times a year, if that. I read that this morning and said, I wish I wrote this. (laughs) Uh, Big uh, fat slob, uh, Liz Thompson. Is is she not one of uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham's lackeys, one of her best friends? Uh, I think they're they're, pretty good. Or is that no, I'm thinking Armstrong. Oh, Armstrong's the business partner. Oh, was the business partner. The Liz Thompson, uh, the fat cow that she is, 
uh, <clears throat> remember, we talked to you about obesity and uh, all the various other things that really, I think, encumber uh, people who ultimately get uh, COVID, right? You get COVID, well, diabetes, weight-related stuff, asthmatic, breathing, you know, things that are doing that. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and read this article, probably in its entirety. You think that's probably the best I, I, idea to do? Let the words speak for themselves. <clears throat> I'm I'm going to be reading it uh, top to bottom. You can find it at theconservativenewmexican.com. Liz Thompson. Boy, this woman, does she have a mirror in her house? Uh, someone should get these representatives in here. We have some of the most ungodly looking uh, representatives. It's a, it's a gruesome gallery, isn't it? It really is. For the same reason you wouldn't go to a dentist uh, who had bad teeth or elect a school board member who has never had children in school, neither should you listen to an overweight politician who wants to legislate what medical treatments you are forced to receive. Unfortunately, that's what followers of New Mexico House Representative Liz Thompson are subjected to almost daily on social media. It should come as no surprise that the Vax Covidians, oh, I love that, the Vax Covidians, uh, failed to see the hypocrisy of overweight legislators advocating laws to force vaccinate healthy people. The vaccine cult companies compromises mostly Democrats. After all, pro-abortionists, pro-reparationists, love that, student debt cancellationists, and economic redistributionists who see everything through the lens of a victim and oppressor where the harder you work and the better you do, the bigger an oppressor you are. Hypocrisy is generally a product of ignorance or deceit, sometimes both. You either know you're lying but have an agenda or you don't know and you're wrong. But there's actually a third category here that the pandemic has revealed, and that's the self-preservationists, people whose rhetoric justifies their poor lifestyle choices. So what is it that uh, they know or are lying about? Don't know because they're ignorant or are covering up out of self-preservation? It's COVID deaths. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm looking at this picture. I wouldn't be able to even look at her because she's so detestable. Be, be, be happy you're hearing this, ladies and gentlemen, not looking at the pictures. Of the 5,774 deaths reported in the most recent New Mexico Department of Health Epidemiologist report, 75% had one or more underlying health problems. 51% had two or more. And of those, 76.3% were weight-related, hypertension, diabetes, cardiovascular, disease, obesity, and liver disease. While the correlation may not be causal, vitamin D deficiency is also highly correlated with the weight-related comorbidities associated with COVID deaths. The data is a revelation about the power of projection. It is possible a state legislator and physical therapist by trade, ironic in and of itself, given the pictures I added that last part, somehow missed the data on COVID deaths. If she has, then she can thank us for the wake-up call. But more importantly, is that she's not advocating government-mandated calorie restrictions for the same reason Black Lives Matter doesn't advocating funding police. <laughs> Actions have consequences, and sometimes nature, not man, is the arbiter of justice. Democrats are the party of mitigating personal responsibility, of aborting children, and if it convenience, inconveniences the parent, of taxing workers to fund social programs for those who don't or won't work full-time, and now of sacrificing children if it means protecting those whose lifestyle choices Make them targets of a virus. And yes, Thompson wants mandatory child vaccinations, at least for children in school. What's the response to those who point out the hypocrisy of obese politicians making healthcare choices for healthy Americans? Well, the same card Democrats play whenever their hypocrisy is revealed, the victim card. 
In a series of tweets deliberating the court's rejection of the request to hold New Mexico's vaccine mandates, Thompson wrote, quote, by the way, Washington mandated his troops get inoculated against smallpox. Back in the days of the revolution, saving lives is moral and good policy. Now, the conservative New Mexican has explained before how from mortality rate to vaccine efficacy, comparing COVID to smallpox is a false equivalent. We comment on Thompson's tweet, when obese people compare COVID to smallpox. <laughs> Thompson is an exclamation point tweeter, someone who compensates for analysis with insults, calling people clueless and stupid and dumb and loser for anything she disagrees with. Labeling them, quote, jerk when she's really fed up and a selfish jerk. She also has misogynistic jerk in her arsenal, racist jerk, entitled jerk, ignorant jerk, or the truly hard-hitting jerk on steroids when she's deep in the throes of a historic histrionic fit. For whatever reasons, we were spared her signature jerk insult, but the typical liberal, liberal ad hominem redirection and victim defense were on full display. Quote, unquote, when you go to attempts to body shame, Thompson wrote, you prove your social, emotional, and cognitive development will stalled in the early adolescence. I feel sorry for you and your lack of development. Now, this is truly sad, and uh, she can't either or won't see past her weight and address the proverbial, not literal, elephant in the room. Boy, that's a body slam of epic proportions, I might <laughs> say. But I don't know if that could have been placed any better. Like, it, it's so good, it bears repeating. This is truly sad that she either can't or won't see past her weight and address the, quote, proverbial, not literal, elephant in the room, right? The emphasis being on literal. Wait, Thompson calls body shaming the state of New Mexico calls data? Even if vitamin D deficiency is missing link between COVID mortality and weight-related comorbidities, there is no denying the data on who is actually dying from COVID. Thompson does more harm than good by pretending it isn't real. Body shaming is a preferred terminology for a non-believing. It's society's responsibility to protect obese politicians against viruses they made themselves more vulnerable to on account of bad dietary and lifestyle choices or uh, failure to properly supplement their diet and go outside in the sun, fine. It doesn't make it true, and it doesn't make Thompson a victim. It makes her selfish. Yes, and even a selfish jerk at that. Nobody cares that Thompson is obese. Almost half the country is obese. Nobody cares that uh, she mean tweets more than Donald Trump. The problem is that she has no skin in the game. She takes no responsibility for the choices that make her the most vulnerable to the virus. She does not encourage other at-risk individuals to take responsibility for their own actions. And she has the gall to name call those who point out the clown car logic of an unhealthy politician making health decisions for healthy people. Thompson isn't encouraging at-risk individuals to get vaccinated. She's advocating government mandates that force workers to choose between their careers and their medical autonomy. And there are no exceptions for the health of the worker, which reveals another layer of hypocrisy. She doesn't actually believe the rhetoric she spews about vaccines. In fact, she's proudly pro-vax. She calls people who don't want to get vaccinated COVIDiots, and she's not only double vaccinated, she's boosted, which shows you how much she trusts the, quote, science. Vaccines are so effective, she is constantly enraged by the COVIDiots and jerks and losers who won't do their part to get jabbed. But she doesn't die. If she wanted to save lives, she would be honest about the data and Redirect her rhetoric towards people like her who are almost vulnerable to COVID. If she wanted to save lives, she would acknowledge that there are as many people dying right now, with 75% of the state fully vaccinated, as there were back in December of 2020 when 0% of the population was vaccinated. If she cared about other people, she would acknowledge 99.6% of rate of survival for the vast majority of people and call out these selfish jerks who shut themselves inside, eat poorly, and don't exercise because 
regardless of how many vaccines people get or don't get, those are the people who are actually dying. And if she cared about herself, she would stop projecting her own health failures on other people and get in shape. Maybe then she would be taken seriously when she gives out health advice. Zing. 550, 50, 500. It's 550, 50, 500. Some truly heinous uh, uh, pictures there uh, as well. So uh, we should probably talk about one more item before we uh, move to break. And that's the fact that I talked to you yesterday about how they're sort of changing the metric, right? The metric has moved. We're not tracking infections anymore. What they're tracking is hospitalizations moving forward. Okay. And then remember, there's a reduction in the uh, amount for quarantine from 10 days to five days. Okay. So you're looking at that. Then, of course, uh, I should tell you, uh, for those of you who are looking for either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, you can't find it anywhere. Give me a call first week of next month. But then, of course, it might be a little bit too late if we're not getting those uh, good remedies uh, to take care of COVID until 2022. You cannot find them anywhere. Okay, so the Albuquerque Journal has now reported, and they changed it. They entirely flipped it. While you were sleeping in the middle of a slow news cycle where there doesn't seem to be any news that's really worthy of reporting, they flipped the script on you. They moved from number of infections, which I thought is what they were worried about. Haven't we always been worried about yep. infections? Yep. Haven't we always been worried Cases about Cases going up. Cases yeah. going up. You're going to get the COVID. You're going to get the COVID. The Albuquerque Journal is now reporting that the number of marks, a drop of more than a third since December 9th. That's when the state hit an 11-month peak that topped at 700 patients. What's also very interesting... I think here, is that the political agenda of Michelle Lujan, one Michelle Lujan Grisham, is outed in all of this. As she is flipping the script and suggesting, start sending people home, doing what the national, we're going into midterms, and I'm running for governor of the state of New Mexico. And I did not do that well in Virginia while running the DGA. We lost, or they lost, I should say. Almost lost New Jersey. And almost lost New Jersey. So someone who's not fortified and ready for 2022 might be Michelle Lujan Grisham. So she is going to start to uh, pitch that undercurrent that, okay, hey, you're not that sick, even if you're infected with COVID. So you're not going to necessarily need to be uh, hospitalized because the Omicron variant, despite we're telling you, you can't travel here, you can't go there. This can't happen. That can't happen. They are saying, well, it's still not that bad. 550, 5500, that's 550, 5500. Your thoughts on uh, any or all of that, Doug? Yeah, I mean, I, listen. <laughs> Wow, can I go back to Liz Thompson? Um, we can. You know, Bill Maher, you, you, we, we find truth in odd places in our own world. He's probably the only person in Liz Thompson world, big liberal. Uh, what did he, at one time, didn't he give a million dollars, a million dollar check to the Democratic Party? From day one, he's been talking about obesity. He said that the, what did he say at one point? The criminal, the killer was already in the house and, and her name was Little Debbie. Um, talking about obesity, you know, he's one of these California, you know, he probably has a macrobiotic diet and he's an animal rights guy. And so, right. you know, a lot of these people are really obsessed about their, I mean, I think we should all be healthy. I don't think we should obsess about our bodies, but you, you do things to promote your I own health. I think people should obsess about the possibility that something catastrophic can go wrong with their health yeah. from heart attacks to yeah. diabetes to those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Nick's absolutely right. As I said, I mean, and I, I didn't mean to sound arrogant when I said I, I very rarely read things that I think I wish that I read because, you know, most of what we read throughout the day is very prosaic reporting kind of sure. stuff that I'm, so I, I didn't mean to probably come off pretty arrogant there, but uh, Nick was, was so right to call her out in it. And, you know, the other part of her hypocrisy, I mean, you could probably, this is a diamond with many facets is 
what has the left said for decades and decades and decades, particularly the feminist left, left the personal is political. Um, you know, your, your choices, where you shop, what kind of car you drive, uh, your nutrition and, and dietary choices are political. So when you're called out on it, uh, suddenly, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's a horrible, a personal attack at body shaming. We need a lot more body shaming in this country because obesity and overweight, uh, folks, I mean, they are pervasive and, and the rest of us pay a heck of a lot of extra healthcare dollars, uh, for people who can't take care of themselves. And to me, Eddie, and, and with two young boys, you know what it's like to run around. Don't you want to live longer? Don't you want to see your grandchildren, your great grandchildren? Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself so you can live and you can travel and you can interact with your children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. And we are, uh, we, we had an opportunity, uh, to launch into the comorbidities, hypertension, heart disease, obesity, it was a chance for, smoking. Yeah, it was a chance for people to start feeling good. A, a chance for a stark yeah. looking in turn the mirror. Around. Let's and turn around. Like everything else, like like uh, treatments, like prophylactics, right. uh, we ignored it and said just vax, 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 cower at yeah. home, cower at home, cower at home. Stay home, don't move, become Disgusting. increasingly uh, uh, morbidly obese, uh, yep. watch more TV, watch more Netflix, oh, yeah. watch yeah. more crap. Yeah. And take your uh, stimmy checks, too. Yeah. That'll, that'll pay all your bills. Yeah. Um, so, Nick, uh, big kudos, kudos on that piece. Uh, it's the end of the year. The world needs more bullies, One of the best the pieces way. of the year, but without question. Yeah, no, the, the world does uh, need, uh, I think, uh, more bullies Yes. Uh, at that as well. We're, we are and, too and, few in number. <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't say that we're bullies. I, I've really sort of uh, moved off of that. I'm becoming a kindler, gentler, uh, more easygoing guy. Uh, I, I, many I, people I, are referring to me as, what's changed with you, Eddie? And I'm like, well, it's pretty easy to say. I mean... I have zero stress. I'm not running for anything. Right. I'm not dealing with the stress of uh, moving between two states all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with all the other you know, crap. That's, you know, I'm around my kids more. Uh, you know, I'm I'm picking up. I'm opening the Bible, uh, and I'm not watching like literally any TV whatsoever. Uh, my only objection to your statement sure. about bullying would be that b- bullying in Truth 2021 is not bullying, is not bullying in in 1970. Sure, of say. course. If yeah. you hold people accountable, you know what I do is I hold politicians accountable. I keep I keep track of the claims that they make. And that's considered bullying, just uh, uh, holding fast to the principle of personal responsibility. That's called bullying in our culture. It used to be called accountability. Yep. A good one, Dad. Uh, by the way, this one goes out to our uh, favorite. Uh, is she a rep or senator? What is she? Lonely girl? No. The, oh, Liz? The Liz. She's in the uh, State House of Representatives. Oh, okay. She's the rep. This one goes out for you, Liz Thompson. A uh, big uh, hug and a kiss uh, to you. Uh, if only I could wrap my arms around you. Back after a quick break, 431 here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA,
Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, taco tote, hugetacos.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Did someone say breakfast skillet? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for their Texas steak skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican skillets. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need to pick me up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating. Family owned and operated since 1973. For all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service. Being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243 Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 75, Grace Slick and Paul Cantor of Jefferson Airplane uh, broke up after living together for seven years. Uh, were they at Nate Ashbury? I wonder. Oh, yeah. Slick was uh, wed the band's lighting engineer the next year, and the marriage lasted until 1994. There she is, Grace Slick. Uh, she built uh, San Francisco, I mean, the, the little uh, city by the bay. You might remember we built this city, and then the little uh, radio uh, credits that are uh, yes. played and all that. Uh, very. Very cheesy, but, but still. often called the worst song uh, in American history. Yeah, I think because of the level of cheese that <laughs> yes. was displayed. Well, and the traffic report midway through the, through the song. You know, and you as you listen to the lyrics of this, the uh, you know Grace Slick and Jefferson Airplane, White Rabbit, and you know as you hear it and you think about you know the impact, these people weren't aware of the impact of the drugs that they were taking. So they were having their effects. They would take them. Some people less abusively and they would be fine. But the people who took them more abusively and became addicted, you know, that I think turned into a whole level of uh, prescription abuse, psychotropic drugs, uh, the development of a new medication, 
I think that's really when it ushered in uh, psychology as a remedy Ooh. as opposed uh, to religion. And, and if you really well, want self-esteem and just like victimization and I'm a, I'm a, no matter what I do in response to what happened to me, it's all right. And I think know. that was, you know, I sort of ignited or lit by the level of paranoia that's created by what did I do? Why was I aware? What happened to me? You know, so, you know, when you're in mind altering substances, uh, when you're dealing with that, uh, you know, you're going to come back and you're going to bounce back in that sort of rubber band. What, what really happened to me? Was I okay? They doing something. And then it turns into this panic and, uh, you know, from heavy breathing to a lack of oxygen to, you know, you can't tell one day from the next. And many people during this time from the 25th through the 31st are sort of in that uh, sort of hysterics. Uh, what to do. Here's the end of the year, another one in the books and I didn't accomplish anything. And now we got to go into a third year of COVID. Take a deep breath. Go for a walk, Liz Thompson, and all the rest of you guys out there. Get some good meals. Get some good vitamins. Um, right now, you know what I'm suffering from? Nothing. What I'm actually dealing with is a level of energy that is unbounded. I can fall asleep if I lay down at any time, but I never feel tired. And I don't know what's going on with me right now, but I think it has to do with my diet. I've been doing a hell of a lot of fasting a hell of a lot of uh, water drinking and I've been eating two, two, two meals a day. And maybe my caloric intake is somewhere around 1500. It should be, you know, right around 3000. My pants are falling off. Uh, it, it's kind of incredible. The types of things that are happening. It could do the body good. My, my thoughts have completely changed. Um, um, I'm more introspective uh, in, in, in remarkably introspective. I'm very, very sensitive to myself and the impact of my behaviors uh, uh, to, to, towards people. Uh, and what I've done, you know, how you've hurt people. And, you know, I really am sort of, you know, just feeling very, very good about these things. I don't, I'm not beating myself up. It's just, Hey, I've done these things in the past. I don't need to do them anymore in the future uh, type of deal. And I think, you know, whatever, whatever leaf you can turn over for the new years, I don't do new year's resolutions. I don't think I've ever had one. I'm trying to think of ever had a new year's resolution. Um, maybe when I was like 10 years old, I think younger, I, younger people. Yeah. I think when I was 10 years old, I did one where I was going to show up at the basketball court and play every morning for an hour and a half and hit, I don't know, 300 shots or something. Yeah. I think I did something like that. But aside from that, I've never really done anything. But Dowd? Uh, yeah. The, the baby boomers that Grace uh, was singing to back then a, a number of years ago, the National Academies. Our, our big scientific enterprise at the federal level, I think it probably the, it was the Institute of Medicine. They have different departments and agencies. They, they released a study, I think it was called Longer Lives, Poorer Outcomes. And it was a history, it was a medical history of the baby boomers, the generation that came of age wealthier than any other American generation, had it better than any other American generation. And I do understand some of the boys got drafted and were sent to Vietnam, but most baby boomers were not drafted and sent to Vietnam. Uh, they had more knowledge. They had more access to nutrition. We learn more about health, you know, little things like, you know, try to avoid diabetes, don't get fat, don't smoke. They knew more uh, than any other generation. And they are going to be in their, and we're experiencing this right now, their elder years, they're going to be sicker than previous generations yeah. in their elder years because yeah, the baby boomers more are the worst generation in history. And like yes. they were dropping acid. And even beyond just that stuff, uh, you know, the drugs and the smoking cigarettes, smoking marijuana, 
They did not take care of their bodies. They, they embraced a lot of really kooky, particularly in the 1970s, kind of cultish stuff. Some of them went to India because, God forbid, they couldn't embrace the religion of their parents because their parents were lame and their parents were Christian, so we've got to reject all that. That's why you see all the Tibetan prayer flags in Corrales and Taos. Um, it was a devastating hundreds and hundreds of pages. I wrote a column about it, about how these people were given every advantage you could any human being could imagine throughout history, and they're going to end their lives in their elder years sicker than all previous generations in their elder years. And, and uh, uh, self-inducement, I think, is, yep. is right there. Choice, I think choice. it's a, it's a uh, mental hypochondria. Yes. And I'm only using the word mental in front of the hypochondria because, yeah, it is mental where you constantly are suffering or something, but I think they're creating, they're inducing a, uh, a much lower level uh, of uh, a state of mind, mm, which mm. will, you know, again, we do that mind-body connection how you tell yourself how you're feeling is exactly how you are going to be feeling, you know. And, Don't laugh and, at it, folks. It's, it's, <clears throat> I've lived it. I've seen other people live it. It's real. And, and let me let me also reiterate. I think it's important. Your feelings, they're strong. Your feelings, however, are like the weather. Okay. And by that I mean it's something that's above you. You're dealing with it, but it's going to be passing. But you still know that your feet are firmly planted on the ground. You're walking around. There's still more. There's oxygen in the air. You know that everything's going to be all right. But you're feeling because of the environment that it's creating. And you need to, I think, more about reason. I'm not telling you how to live your life. But I think for the people who are, you know, finding themselves in these weird cycles all the time where they can't get out and they spiral out of control, I think that is the relying too high on their feelings. And Feelings are never true. And that's the one thing I can uh, definitely tell you is like, if that's your feeling on it, you might want to check and verify and see if it is uh, because, you know, as rational human beings who are called to be stewards of this earth in a myriad of different ways from government to the financial markets, the entertainment to being parents, what happened to that? You know, the family structure, uh, things like that. I would tell you that the, you have to be at the tip top shape, drink lots of, and, and you're not living for yourself. You're living for other people. Just think about that. Dow Terror every day, getting through his stuff so that he can go ahead and put all this stuff together because he's living for thousands of people out there that are depending upon the information that we're providing right here in the Kiva. One other thing I should say, I think it's important to understand modern psychology. The first DSM was published back in 1952. That is post-World War II. Okay. So this is the American Psychiatric Association handbook that is, uh, I think, gone through, what, 13 cycles, 12, 13 cycles now in mm. uh, all this that is giving people these uh, different ideas. And they're increasing variance in the sensitivity uh, between one document and the way they push pills on top of these people, uh, their pharmacological diag uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, diagnoses that they put on, they run anywhere from 15 to 30 pills on these people. And these people will never get it together again. <laughs> you thought one flew over the cuckoo's nest was bad. <laughs> Imagine the people who are who, who can't get out of the vicious cycle of I need this pill, this pill, and this pill, and uh, they have no idea what it actually uh, does mean. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. Uh, thoughts on uh, any of that? Eddie, is your station off the air again? No, it's not. Uh, let me. There it is. Transmitter blue. I send it out to you. going down the rabbit hole. Love it. That's from uh, Kevin, my good friend Kevin. Uh, Doctor Van uh, shared uh, this today. You know, Doctor Van out in uh, Florida uh, now. Uh, letter to FAA warns. The federal law prohibits commercial pilots from flying after taking experimental shots. <laughs> was, was, was I not just talking about that? <laughs> flying while jabbed. Was I not just talking about that? Uh, I think three weeks ago, right? Because uh, Rebecca had brought in uh, her friend 
who was a pilot and who would who refused to take the experimental jab, the shot, right? And he also stated that he would not fly knowing that the mandated shot was in place because there could be a pericarditis, myocarditis, sudden event. We've seen four athletes pass, Oman, Iran, I forget the other, Egypt, and uh, all passed within the same, Croatia, all passed within the same week of each other and all after being vaxxed. Yes, that's sudden. That's very sudden. That is very cool. Just how far have we devolved from typical medical protocols? Lawyers for the Children's Health Defense, along with several doctors, including Peter McCullough, recently sent a letter to the FAA, and all the CEOs of major airlines warning that anyone who got shots under the current regulations should be subjected to 12-month do-not-fly status. Let's shut down the industry. Let's shut down the economy. Hey, it's okay, though. We got Zoom. And uh, we're not, the CO footprint, uh, the CO2 footprint is going to get reduced. We're, we're about to get to that point, aren't we? I, don't you can sort of feel that. Uh, Dan, what a rough way to start the year. Got to get better. Happy New Year. It will get better. I'm, folks, I'm not upset about the transmitter thing in the least. This couldn't have happened in a better, better week. Uh, Murder Mike will be in. Uh, Epstein suicided Maxwell locked in a box. Zoro Mothball, the self-perpetuated black milk control system protected, just as the government wanted it to. So, Elaine Maxwell convicted today. Representative Thompson makes river hippos look bad. I'm not asking you to be nice. Just be truthful. Palomas MX Pharmacy sells Ivor and Zelenko protocol. I don't know what that is. So, But uh, we'll sort of uh, leave it there. We'll take a quick break. Um, actually, you know what, Dowd? Can we do your article that you did today? Dow the oh, best of the best. The best of the personal best. Yeah, your pers- are these your these your <laughs> with favorites? a very scary photo of me pruning apple trees. Yes. Oh, are these yours? Uh, these are my personal favorites. These okay. were not the ones that were necessarily read the most in the last year, but okay. uh, they're your, the ones that you thought that you loved the most. Yeah, that I sort of got very the most retrospective. From. A little retrospective here with Dow. Uh, yes. He did a best of the most clicked uh, by you, and then what he thought was the very best, and we'll see if there's any crossover whatsoever. Yeah, I uh, and I actually uh, people know that uh, I rarely veer from the subject of uh, the spaceport or Virgin Galactic. There is no spaceport and no Richard Branson items on this list. You can find it at uh, rockoftalk.chat. But if you want to click on the articles and read each one of them, you got to be a subscriber. Less than 20 cents a day, ladies and gentlemen. Going to start with number 10. Uh, very recently did this. Mike Rowe came to the Land of Enchantment. And you're going to sense in this piece uh, overall some positivity because there's some, some good things in this. Uh, I, tried to, I tried to look for some good things. We're not always writing about bad things in New Mexico. Uh, it's called called uh, the United Salt Corporation, and they produce a heck of a lot of road salt that's used all throughout the country, literally saving lives by uh, uh, altering the, the melting point of the snow and the sleet and the uh, freezing rain and the ice on the roads in, in the frost belt. Those of us who have lived in the frost belt for many, many years know how tough things are there. Kudos to Micro for coming to our state and uh, informing people all over the country that uh, their road salt, uh, some of it at least, comes from New Mexico. Uh, number nine, uh, this was... I guess I'm choosing to see it as kind of funny, but there's a real darkness beneath it. Uh, the Albuquerque Museum did a celebration of Frida Kahlo and uh, was Diego Rivera and all their fellow commie lovers. Uh, Frida Kahlo was an alleged uh, artist, not a very good one from what I can tell. She loved communists. She painted a portrait of herself with Stalin, one of history's greatest murderers. Uh, she has, there was some sort of, she was in a bodysuit because she had so many health problems or body casts or whatever. I have it up on the site um, on this page, a hammer and sickle. Uh, if she had painted a swastika, she would be condemned as a Nazi lover, and she, you know, she, her whole existence would have been stricken from the cultural record. But she loved the Soviet Union, where they had free health care and uh, free daycare for people, even though they also slaughtered tens of millions of people. So we like uh, Soviet communism. She has a hammer and sickle 
on this body cast of this picture that was taken of her reprehensible and that uh, d- didn't even mention it in, in the uh, in the display at the Albuquerque Museum that she was a commie and supported one of history's greatest murderers. Uh, number eight, Los Alamos. Eddie and I just discussed this. I did a piece about people in Los Alamos, love them or hate them. They are enormously healthy, keep a good BMI. They don't smoke. Health is very important to them. And guess what? It's the county in New Mexico where the Rona has had the smallest footprint. The healthier you are, the less likely you are to be hospitalized or to die from the coronavirus. No surprise there. Number seven, uh, this came out very early in the year when the announcement was made that one of our uh, members of the state house, state house representatives, might be looking at running for governor. Later on, she actually did officially announce for governor. Her name is Rebecca Dow. She's a Republican. She is now portraying herself as the second coming of Barry Goldwater. She is anything but. If you look at her record, and I've been watching her for years, she is what I call Big government Becky. That's uh, number seven. Uh, number six, kind of an inside baseball thing, but displayed, I think, demonstrates the corrupt culture of Santa Fe, the Democratic Party, state government, uh, lawyers being subsidized by your tax dollars. Uh, a guy named Tom Nasco. I don't know if you pronounce the H or not, but H-N-A-S-K-O. I did this about mid-year, and it really showed how... If you marry the right gal and you give money to the Democratic Party, uh, you get some kind of special legal uh, billable hours from the legislature when you're when they're trying to cover up an own, their own internal scandal. And there's just so many examples of this. And I actually praise Eddie Aragon in my comments here because Eddie has really made, raised my awareness of these people who come to New Mexico from out of state and they really cover themselves in the sleaze and mud of the political culture. And they do very, very well financially. So that's uh, number six. Number five. We still don't have that industry cluster of server farms in New Mexico. That was supposed to begin five or six years ago. Albuquerque was going to become this major data center, according to one corporate welfare PR flack, and uh, still waiting for all those data centers to come. Nobody really followed behind after Facebook. I guess when Facebook pays you to spread this nonsense, you can make all these claims, but some of us actually hold you to account for your stupid tweets. Uh, excellent. Number six, you want to check that one out. Uh, number five, I'm sorry. Number four, uh, New Mexico's nutty and woke professors. I keep files every time any professor publicly says something incredibly stupid. Marxist, left-wing, uh, cockamamie, CRT, critical race theory nonsense. Uh, I've, I literally have files on dozens and dozens of your government-subsidized professors, so I did a little run-through of that. Still waiting to see any evidence of any significant numbers of middle-of-the-road, conservative, libertarian, evangelical Christian professors. They all seem to be kind of hardcore, secular, Marxist, uh, left-wing activists who are often running for office or helping people in office expand government in New Mexico. Reprehensible. That was number four. Number three, uh, maybe the most fun I had this year looking at the movie Those Who Wish Me Dead by a good director. Uh, it was not a great film. Angelina Jolie starred in it. It was a bomb at the box office. Uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead filmed in New Mexico. The major production was shot here. And I walked through the credits and how many of the higher paid employees are not New Mexicans. They fly them all in from California or Utah or in one case, Florida for underwater photography. And then they fly right back home to where they live. Uh, the industry is not being built here. The industry comes here to pick up checks. Sorry, but that's the truth. Uh, number two, we're already getting angry feedback on this number. Uh, Afghanistan, the price New Mexico paid, not making jokes here. Fifteen New Mexicans died uh, during America's two decades of bloody, expensive failure in Afghanistan. Uh, high, high, the highest appraise, and I am not kidding in case you think I am, the highest appraise to Joe Biden's administration for getting us the hell out of that hellhole. Americans are no longer dying in that hellhole. Bush, Obama, and Trump didn't do it. Biden did. And uh, facts are facts. I'm no fan of Joe, but he did the right thing there. Uh, we 
should not have lost those 15 New Mexicans uh, in what is called the Graveyard of Empires. Uh, number one, a century of real energy. We passed in October our 100th anniversary of the first commercial natural gas well drilled up near Aztec up in the northwest corner of our state, up in San Juan County. I continue to look for any evidence that any politician, any elected official, any member of the media has acknowledged our 100th anniversary uh, the museum up in Farmington has a display right now uh, about the 100th anniversary, and kudos to them for doing that. As far as I know, looking through social media, press releases, and whatnot, the major private sector industry in New Mexico that uh, has contributed enormously to the wealth of our nation and, and the wealth uh, that does exist in this state went completely unacknowledged by the official the, the powers that be in New Mexico, uh, the 100th anniversary back in October, the only place, only place, you read about it was at www.rockoftalk.chat. And as I end things up, but then again, that's why you subscribe to Rock of Talk. And why we're so proud of it. A uh, product that was announced last year came in, set it up. Uh, Founded endowed, by Eddie Aragon, by the way. Uh, oh, his idea, not mine. And Dowd ran with it. So, you know, that's the way that it, that it goes. And uh, we're very proud of it. Uh, back after the uh, top of the hour news, by the way, back in 2004, uh, speaking of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, Kevin Spacey on a film called Beyond the Sea about the life of Bobby Darren, who co-wrote, directed, and starred in it. He also, uh, Kevin Spacey had a big year. He had to settle a $30 million lawsuit. I think he did pay $30 million. He, uh, he did his own singing in all this, and uh, Beyond the Sea received mixed reviews from critics and was the uh, box office, uh, box office uh, bomb. So not good, but uh, Glenn Maxwell. Looks like she's going to go behind bars. Kevin Spacey. An entire series was stopped. A good one at that, just because of uh, his sex abuse uh, as well. All right, uh, stop in right after the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. AM 1600, uh, A man appeared to sing a song called Splish Splash. A great deal has happened since that time. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Bobby Darren. President Biden is being pressured by Democrats to cancel student debt. Back in September, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said Biden could get rid of the debt problem with a flick of the pen. Flight delays and cancellations are only getting worse due to weather and COVID issues. The website FlightAware is saying more than 2,600 flights within, into, or out of the United States have been delayed. 
just under 900 have been canceled on Wednesday. The airports dealing with the most problems include Seattle, Newark, Los Angeles, and Chicago. This traveler telling Fox News he arrived at the airport early in case he needed to rebook his flight. We got to the airport early for that reason in case it does get canceled. Hopefully we can get catch another flight out from a different airline or whatever. Airline travelers needing to pack their patients as well. This is USA Radio News. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's healthcare costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. The two men suspected in a shooting at a Chicago-area mall last week are now being charged. Both suspects are charged with counts of aggravated discharge of a firearm, and one is being handed down a count of aggravated battery. DuPage County State's Attorney Robert Berlin describing the nature of the shooting. These two defendants decided to settle a verbal argument by taking out handguns and firing multiple times with thousands of men, women, children, and families present are evidence of an unconscionable degree of violence and a complete and utter disregard for the safety of the public. Four people were injured during the incident, including one of the gunmen. All are expected to recover. The National Association of Realtors reporting pending home sales fell unexpectedly in November. Sales falling 2.2% instead of increasing by a half of a percent, as economists had predicted. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Early research shows some rapid antigen tests are possibly less sensitive at finding the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky addresses the research Wednesday on the Today Show. We do know that the antigen test may not perform as well as it had for prior variants, the Alpha variant and the Delta variant, but it's still picking up quite a bit of um, infection. So a really, really helpful tool. Researchers with the NIH, along with the FDA, used samples from patients confirmed to have the Omicron variant to study the effectiveness of antigen tests. In the aftermath of Senator Joe Manchin saying he cannot vote for President Biden's Build Back Better agenda, House progressives are calling on the president to use his executive power to move forward Democrat's social spending bill. 
which is now stalled in the Senate. Michigan Democratic Congresswoman Debbie Dingell joins Fox News to discuss the legislation. There are many things that a lot of people want in the Build Back Better bill, like lowering the cost of prescription drugs. Employers are desperate to get people into jobs, the child care issue. The Senate is evenly divided 50-50, and the Biden administration cannot afford to lose one vote on the Build Back Better legislation. More news always online at usaradio.com or on Facebook at USA Radio. For USA Radio. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, Rock of Talk.com, 550-5500. Hour 2 coming at you here on this last Wednesday of 2021 going into 2022, and uh, glad to be here with uh, you and yours. We've got Murder Mike uh, hanging out uh, here in studio as well as uh, D-Dub Musk. We'll get to them uh, momentarily. want to uh, let everybody know that you can always find us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV Record Month, Banner Month, for the number of people who are Watching, tuning in. It just seems like more and more people are just watching Nobody us Nobody. on the uh, the TV stuff. No, a lot of people. I, I never get emails. I never get tweets. No, no. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, what, what was it? Uh, 200. I'm only going to get 200 votes uh, and 150. There's 150 we a, listeners. We have 150 we total listeners. <laughs> Let me look at some. <laughs> I think it's a little bigger than that. Yeah, I mean, you know, when we, we tune in, and this is an end of the year thing, and we're doing... You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, and I do understand that we're having problems with the transmission, uh, but it'll be back up and uh, running tomorrow. Uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on Citrus SoundCloud, Spotify, and uh, apping on rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com, both for Apple and Android. But, you know, so many people tune in. They listen to the direct. And I, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, if you're not on, really miss you guys, really miss you guys. I cannot tell you how much that means to me. I mean, it makes me absolutely, it tears, it tears me up. It really does. I get teared up uh, thinking about uh, just how important the show is and what we do for you and what you more importantly do for us um, by paying attention to the uh, information that we provide uh, each and every single day uh, here in the Kiva because this is uh, important work, right? We're uh, And I know a lot of you guys are losing steam. You're losing some of your, you know, fortitude. And you're just like, ah, everybody check out. Everybody check out. Don't check out. Hang in there. Okay. I don't know where the light at the end of the tunnel is. Uh, uh, so many times I've told you I can't see everything, but I can tell you exactly what's coming, and we've been focused a lot on that. You can follow me on Instagram, by the way, at Rock of Talk, if you'd like, and uh, just go ahead and follow me right there. It is open. It is me, and um, I was told that I should share more of myself, my personal life, and the things that I do. So uh, I said that they said that that was good for me uh, to do that, uh, both for me uh, and for other people. Uh, speaking of social media, 75% Dow don't trust social media to make fair content moderation decisions. Well, I, I would say it should be 100% of you. This is bad stuff. Much of the stuff is decided by an algorithm. There's no rhyme or reason to it other than these people are coming from the left. They don't like what you have to say. Okay. 60% want more control over the posts that they see. How would you know the posts that you see or that you don't see, what you can and what you can't see? Unless you're visiting every single page, every single profile, every single subject, or whatever it is that you classified. I, of course, am only on Instagram. I am on LinkedIn, but I don't really do anything with that because I think uh, that's owned by Microsoft now. So, you know, what's the, what's the point at this point? 81% of Republicans think Facebook and Twitter's Trump ban violated the First Amendment. 81%? How come it's not 100%? 
How come it's not 100%? That is free speech. It should be free speech. People should be able to say what they want. And many people say, oh, I want to say this. I want to rant on that. I want people, oh, I want to, you know, piss off Aunt, Aunt uh, I don't know, Aunt, Aunt Helga or something. <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, Uncle Uncle Jim. You know, we want to, we gotta, we want to get uh, angry at these people. They can't do that. Facebook, you say, oh, nope, you don't have the right opinions. And many people are running to their family engagements, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, et cetera, and they're saying, well, you're that person. I'm so glad you got banned on social. I'm so glad I can't see. I don't want to see your stuff. With more information and doodads, bells and whistles, whatever you want to refer to it as, how is it that we are seeing only a limited amount of information? Political correctness been around and sometimes it's the uh, newfangled fascism uh, if you will strong liberals are three times more likely than conservatives to report users on social media i would say a hundred times more likely yeah, no no surprise there. i don't think Come a on. single conservative cares about what you think because they know what they believe and what they value the problem with liberals by and large okay is they're offended by everything because they don't believe in anything okay Ooh. and i think that's a good way to phrase like that, that. so like if you that. look at a liberal they don't have a foundational value. They think it offends somebody, so they suggest that it does. And then they have to – always people, remember, he doth protest too much. Remember that phrase? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important. Like, uh, well, you're not a Christian. And it's like, oh, yes, I'm a Christian. Look at my Bible. Look at this. I'm like, well, that doesn't tell me anything about you being a Christian now, does it? Because a Christian will never tell you about being a Christian. They'll be too busy punishing themselves, and the closer you get to Christ – the more you're aware of sin, just the way it is, folks, just the way it is. And you can take that to the bank. So they're not going to be running around talking about how what a great Christian they are because <laughs> a true Christian is going to be one of the most humble individuals that there is. There's no question about that. So when it comes to liberals, there's no core set of values. There's nothing that they believe in. And they're ready to take up any cause for any reason for at any time because they don't believe in anything. They just feel, Right. How do I write women? I take away reason and accountability. They just feel. It's like an open sore. It's an open nerve. Oh, yeah, that's the way it is. All of a sudden, it's like, well, everything's based in feelings. I mean, if you have a whole world based in feelings, you have no direction. And that's what's happening here in this country. I feel that you're racist. I feel that you're unfair. I feel that you're doing this. I feel that you're doing that. 58% of Americans support a First Amendment content moderation center. Why? That's a little scary. Doesn't it stop becoming the First Amendment once you are moderating the content of the First Amendment? The First Amendment gives you freedom of speech to do anything, say anything, be anything, gather anywhere you wish. 54% of Americans are more worried about censoring the truth than spreading misinformation. Are they one and the same? How are those groups in that crossover mutually exclusive? You want to moderate it, but you're also worried about censoring Jews. Talk about some mixed up people where you have no idea where you're at on the First Amendment. It tells me you've never stood for anything in your entire life. Honestly, the most confident people who can run off on their opinions, grab a tangent, give you a rebuttal or a hearty agreement. Those are people, I think, that have the biggest First Amendment muscles and they'll continue to flex them. Doubt oftentimes that him and I disagree. I disagree with Murder Mike. It doesn't make us worse for disagreeing with each other. In fact, I get more out of the disagreement 
Case in point, the most recent one of uh, Sophie's Choice in the movie that I put forth. I got to a point where logic and I want to say that uh, Dowd almost went straw man on that and started to say, pull in some other stuff. And I said, okay, well, I can't argue that anymore from that standpoint because it's going outside the bounds of that. So I said, okay, well, here's why I believe what I believe. And boom, silence, crickets, and then you knew right then. It's like, yeah, we're at that point in history. There's you and I disagree on, on legalization of drugs. I yes. completely respect your position because I don't think it comes from a place of dishonesty, and I think it comes from a place of genuine care and concern about New Mexico. And I'd like to think that maybe I'm an honest person and maybe I care yes, about New Mexico, I but I, I place above that the principle of body autonomy. I have the right to, to do whatever I want to my to my body. I We don't scream at each other about it. Uh, I think we both recognize that a person who smokes dope every day it's kind of a waste of a human being. Yeah, we would it's agree not with good that. for you. It's not good for your health. I just um, don't believe in any. Uh, the reason why is because the the high G, you know, the the government line is just too far. I don't believe in any rehabilitation. Mm-hmm, I don't believe true. in yep. criminal rehabilitation. I don't believe in drug rehabilitation because none of these people can be rehabilitated unless they have a change of heart. Me with any person who's out there ministering to these people who don't want to be homeless who don't want to be drug abusers, who don't want to be addicted to something. And they had to have an honest change of heart and a life, a life example where things just changed on a whim. Such a thing happened to me recently. And you've noticed the change in me. Like, okay, wow, that impacted my life in such a way that I immediately derived at that point what was important, what I'm going to do, and how I need to live the rest of my life. Like, that was an impactful moment for me, you know? And I got to say, I was like stunned. I looked at it. And I said, okay, I need to move ahead in this way. Very deliberatively, as, a, as far as a choice, you will have that seminal moment. Um, dare I say it, it's a meeting with God, if you will. A come to Jesus, if you want to call it. Follow you in the Kiva. Go ahead very quickly. Just, Eddie, uh, I don't know. I can't seem to get you on my... Yeah, we've, uh, gone, over, you, we've gone over this. Uh, we had our transmitter went out on Sunday. Um, and many, probably 150 people have texted in, and you can grab us on the app at kiva.am, uh, abq.fm. Um, how are you listening to us right now, uh, by chance, since you're calling on in? <laughs> What's that? On the phone when I called. Okay, well, uh, kiva.am, abq.fm. Uh, so, you know, just go ahead and download those apps, and we'll be back up and running on the transmission line tomorrow. Transit, okay. uh, the, trans, uh, the transmission's out. Thank you. Yeah, I just don't understand the you know the need to continually point out the the technical difficulties. Really, it just, it uh, drives just me quick back crazy. to the the, yep. the poll uh, on social media. This is a massive poll done by the Cato Institute. There's billions of stats. We're not okay. going to waste everyone the rest of everyone's day on this. But uh, we, you noted the uh, liberals more likely to report other people. Yes. Here's the one, and, and you and I had a long discussion about this on the air a couple of weeks ago about your your free speech rights in the workplace, whether they actually exist or not. Uh, I found they out do that, not. I found out that they didn't a couple of years ago. Although uh, in my present uh, income generation uh, activity, I, I actually do have free speech. A slight majority, and this is a good sample size, you no know, reliable polling, 51% of Americans say that employers should not discipline employees for controversial or offensive posts on their social media accounts. But let's break it down by party and, no, no, and thus ideology. However, a large majority of Democrats, 70%, support disciplining employees for their posts Whereas a majority of both independents, 54%, and Republicans, 68%, say employees should not face repercussions at work. 
I will defer on this point, which is was made by an audio guy in Southern California. He's Adam Carolla's uh, sound tech guy. His name is Mike Dawson. A uh, funny guy. I actually saw him uh, in, at Foxwoods in Connecticut when the Corolla show came out there a couple of years ago. Uh, Mike Dawson said, when we were kids, Adam, I think he's a little younger than Adam. He's probably closer more to my age in the late 40s. He said, what were the two worst things you could be on the schoolyard? A bully. A tattletale. And a bully. And, and a, a crybaby. Okay. Among the kids, uh-huh. a tattletale and a crybaby. Our entire culture today is based on being a crybaby. You're endlessly discussing how you're a victim. You're discriminated against. You grew up poor. Every politician running for office right now says, I, I grew up in a, in a single mother household. I, I don't even know if all of them tell the truth anymore. And the other one is tattletale. I want this person to lose their job. I'm offended. I want them to lose their social media account. These were the worst things you could be. And children do have their own version of more. Children can be cruel, but there's also a basic core morality of children. Uh, you know, you don't rat out people. You don't try to destroy them for, you know, whisper campaigns or going to the authorities. And you don't wallow in your own wimpiness. You don't become a snitch. There you go. Those were the worst things you could be on the, snitches, on the school grounds. Now snitches. it's our way of life in America. I implore you, men, women, children, dogs, cats listening, in the new year, think about tattletales and crybabies. Do you want to be those things? Do you okay, want so your children to be me, those things? Let me stop you. Let me stop. I think right up until that point, I think you nailed this. And that was a great point by Adam Carolla's guy. But I don't think that's the right ask, Dowd. Mm-hmm. Now, let, let's, let's just think about this from the standpoint of the de-incentivization, if you will, of frowned upon behavior. Mm-hmm. Snitches, tattletales. What was the other one? You said crybabies, Cry the baby. whining, you know, stuff like that. Okay. If you're a conservative, don't run around complaining about how they cheated us out of the 2020 election. Okay. The ask is, what are you going to do about it in 2022? In my mayoral campaign, would it have been a good idea for me to talk about how, you know, the election in 2020? was one of cheating, how would that help my mayoral campaign when I'm trying to incentivize people to get out and go out and vote? It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. Exactly. I would have been disincentivizing the very people who would have been supporting me because I'd be whining about what's happening. Right? And there's no reason to do that. And I don't whine in general. I do something about things. If you're a man of action, you do something about it. I think the masculine, male, patriarchal spirit has been severely dampened. Definitely. The whiny, crying, bitching, you know, sort of female uh, quality has been exacerbated. Oftentimes when it congregates, okay, oftentimes when it congregates, you might see many wives start stirring together and suddenly they all know how to make each other unhappy. Oh, my husband's doing this. Oh, my husband's doing this. Like catty women with each other, they will ruin... Let me tell you, when women get together, they will ruin 100. This isn't sexist. They will ruin 100% of every relationship. Women listening to other women, and this has, to, has a lot to do with the fact that women, by and large, aren't cheering for each other. Okay? They're not cheering for each other. They're jealous. They, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say so much that they're jealous. Is that they want to be better than everybody else. Men, they have more of a brotherhood. A sisterhood? doesn't really exist. The sisterhood exists wherever they're crying, whining, bitching, moaning about something that's happening. So the ask there is, that, do you want to be successful? Don't whine, right? 
What's driving the level of divorcees and broken families has to do with unhappy women. Mm -hmm. Unhappy men do something about it, and then they figure out a way to go ahead and handle their business in one form or another. Women initiate the majority of divorces. College-educated women initiate almost 100% of of divorces. That's just data. Drop, drop that mad bomb again there, uh, Dee Dowd. <laughs> I Muska. believe it's something like 70% of all divorces are initiated by the female, and I believe the number is something like 90 if the both parties are college-educated. If mean, your focus in life is built around happy wife, happy life, let me assure you, let me assure you right now, neither will happen. It okay? does not work. Because women, and and I've seen this, right? The more you try to appease them, the more you try to make them and give them everything that they want, you will make both of yourselves miserable because what a true woman respects is true masculinity. Yep. That's what they want. They want leadership. They want to know that you're going direction. They don't want to realize that you're malleable. I mean, when you look at a Judeo-Christian hierarchical patriarchal family that's successful, there are roles to be played. Okay. When those roles are not reaffirmed, and, see, and, and, and having recently gone through a divorce last year and, and thinking about that, I was leading, I was being led by her previous husband. He was picking up, moving to other places, dragging her through courts, doing all this other crap. And I'm like, well, why are you following that? Just, just stay here. Why don't, what, what is the problem with being here in, in New Mexico? What's the problem with doing all this stuff? Why do you have to keep creep that truck? That's the other thing that fuels it. Drama. For some reason, it's like a drug for so many females. They feed off of each other's drama, and then they feed off of their own drama, and they can't get out of this circle. They, they, they can literally spend hours, days, months, years on the phone talking about the same thing. And it's sort of like, you know, making dinner. They're just making the same dish over and over again. Literally making the same dish over and over again, just slightly different, and then calling it something complete. I like what you did here. I like what you did here. Okay. Now this isn't some sort of um, chauvinistic uh, statement. It's simply a thing of what we value as a society in order to grow into a direction. We need values, responsibility, accountability, leadership. And men, when you get punched in the face and you don't have a true north and you don't have a spiritual true north, a principal true north, if you will, is in the case of doubt rather than spiritual. If you don't have that, you cannot lead. And the problem, both in the New Mexico State House, uh, look at the uh, females that lead that, uh, that, that whole uh, ragamuffin br- brigade. And, and the men who act as females. Oh, uh, I think more so than, than I think they are the, 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 the very people who induce that level and enable that level of, um, I, I don't know how to say it. It's like, oh, would be better if we approach this in a more whole thing. You know, men are a line and women are a circle. Yeah, they keep going in circles over and over and over again. The balance needs to be there. The roles need to be played. We need to have real direction. And that's something that we have absolutely missed. And when people are whining and complaining, they bring you into that drama. Inactivity is what actually springs to life at that point. And it's analysis, paralysis, unhappiness to the nth degree. Okay? I, can, I can give lectures on this. Lately, uh, I've been told that Mark Graves is better than Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson has been talking about a lot of this. If we're going to get our country back, 
how are we going to do that? Culture up, up here, right? And <laughs> Peterson's a Canadian, a right. vax Canadian at that, okay? From the West, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, you have the, the political blue agenda blue. below. What you have right now, women, by and large, oh, I, I want this, I want this out of life, I'm going to get this, this, and this. They've got an entire laundry list. They've got an entire laundry list of the things that they want that 99.9% of them will never be satisfied or will ever get. The women that are satisfied are the women that believe in a familial structure and who understand that feelings aren't going to be winning the day because feelings have got us to this point in the COVIDiacy that we have here in 2021. I feel that if you get vaccinated, I'm more safe, yet we have proven reasonably that that is not the Wear your case, mask down right? because uh, it makes people feel, feel better. if we go easier on criminals and we let them out and we're nicer to them and we, we treat them with more humanity, I feel like we're going to have a less violent society because the prison system is perpetuating. And then yet we see, well, look at the exacerbated uh, heightened number of murders and assaults and disrespect for law and authority that has happened. By repeat offenders. Feelings get you nowhere. Whining, complaining gets you nowhere. What does get you somewhere? Reason, accountability, responsibility, value, leadership, direction, execution, period. If we are ever going to make gains again. Hey, China's coming in, ladies and gentlemen. We already know what China did. They murdered little baby girls because they didn't want any more females. And they want to make males subservient. And I, I told you yesterday about the divorce rates in China. Yeah. Anywhere you can interject the government, anywhere where the government becomes a bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger piece, Soviet Union, divorce rate 73%. Uh, China, divorce rate 45%. America, the, the divorce rate's 48%. I think France has a divorce rate of 54%. France is led by a bunch of strong females. Jean-Marie Le Pen. She's the only one who has balls enough to run that country. Macron married oh, a, Macron. a teacher 20 years older than him. And they love that. he never fathered any children. Such a female thing to Creepy. do. Huh? Creepy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, stop you know, going in this direction. The most primitive, uh, the most male-dominated, if you will, and the... Uh, Fastest growing countries in the world, by and large, are those that rely on a dedication to a purpose, to a value, to responsibility, to an edict. And that edict would be, we worship this God, we have these values in society, and is a set tenant, number of tenants, which allow for that growth. You'll see that. The softy, uh, topsy-turvy, you know, Jeff Bezos, so can't we all just... You know, like that's that's not working, folks. Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Cuckerberg, if you will. You know what cuck is? Oh yeah. I think that's a word. I feel like we should do a show. Cuck and simp. On, I use them often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, g- give me the word of simp. I know a, a simp is someone who's not going to be very successful for a very long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually in the manosphere. Uh, simp usually means a guy who marries a woman and raises and spends his own money on the children that she made with another man, and uh, you know just is a henpecked uh, little little guy. But I, I, I just want to stop for a second. Uh, and slow I, I think, down and repeat that because you just filled my brain with so much. 
imagery. Uh, simp <laughs> is uh, D Dowd. Go ahead. Uh, well, we talk about alpha males and beta males, and you know, women. And it's interesting because biologically, and, and the ape women do this too. They want the Han Solo good-looking rogue guy, but they also want for the day-to-day stuff. They want a simp who's going to have go to work every day and be an accountant and pay for the pay for the uh, the expenses. I think it's called uh, beta bucks for beta male, and then alpha. Say your own word there for the actual act of producing the children. Uh, we we could go down into the menosphere. I, I almost uh, I was I was starting to raise I was I was starting to raise another man's kids you know in my household. Oh, okay. Oh, did, oh wait wait no, no I meant it from the standpoint of it, that's not simping. It was just like hey you know you were going to leave them a hundred bucks a piece. Literally in the divorce decree that he had with her, he left each one of the children only one hundred dollars a piece. You tell me about uh, a lack of uh, parental responsibility. Let's put that right out there. You stepped in and did the right thing. Yeah, I did the right thing because exactly. He was, wasn't spending any time and didn't want to go ahead and spend any money on those on those kids. But but before we, uh, all the feminists will march to the building and burn it to the ground. And Rudy and I have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. It's not 99.9% male women barefoot and pregnant. It's a partnership, yeah, partnership. that has yep. evolved over two. I mean, I know you. Religious masculine people, religious people don't feminine, agree with me but anima, science anima, shows yep. that homo sapiens our species evolved over 200 250,000 years and made it work because we had a division of labor where women were women and men were men and they had and yes some men were a little more feminine and some women were a little more men male but by and large we had a fairly uh, tight division of labor the example i use for my li- my life Eddie, you're a father of two very precocious rapscallions when I was spent 11 years uh, raising my nephew completely on my own without any help from anybody, um, I was in the TV, the man cave with his, my brother-in-law. And little, little one fell over. And, you know, a lot of times kids will just, it'll be a shock and they'll get upset about it. They aren't really hurt. It's just the shock of it. Um, the pain may be gone in two or three seconds. So he gets up after some kind of fall. He's a toddler. This child maneuvered around his, his father, his biological father, his biological uncle, completely around us as if we weren't there to go into the kitchen where his grandmother, who was almost a full-time caregiver, and his biological mother were to go get attention from the females. Mm. This little boy, as a toddler, knew that these two males were going to be completely worthless in offering him, oh, they're there. Okay, they'd be worth a hell of a lot if we were taking them out in the woods to go kill a deer. But he needed solace in that moment. And kids get shocked yep. and they're, they're emotionally undeveloped. He wanted to go get relief from the women in his life. He walked around us, ran around the two males like we weren't even there. I will, I, I, this is in my mind's eye. I can picture it as, as clear as anything. And he went to get comfort from the women. He knew on an unconscious level that yeah, that's no, what, that was yeah. the thing to do, that the men were going to do jack squat for him. They were going to say, hey, rub some dirt on it, kid. We're, you know, we're watching a Star Wars movie. Um, and so... The women in that kitchen, for a little toddler who needed some reassurance, needed to be there for him. We need the female and the male. But when it's all female all the time and we have a cuck soy boy society, well, it looks like 2021 in America. Uh, yep. do, do you like what you see, folks? I don't think anybody does. Yeah. I think people are very terribly unhappy, but they're afraid to say it because they might offend somebody with some newfangled uh, yep. Yep. way that people have changed their color, their transgender. Uh, their sexuality, their transgenderism. I mean, you know, I, we, we can go into all these things, and I think it's really important that we do. But uh, you know, this is an important, this is an important uh, conversation uh, that we should continue to have culturally, culturally. Which, if we're going to have any real change, uh, you know, we've got to get back to those traditional uh, values uh, in society, and I think that that would be important. And 
hey, you know what? If it's, if it's good enough for uh, fundamentalist Muslims, uh, Islamists, and you guys are praising that and then saying, well, they're offending us. And then, well, then anybody, any Christian who's out there who wants to go ahead and have that type of, of uh, uh, environment, uh, social, religious environment they want to have, how could you fault them? How could you fault them? Mm-hmm. You can't. 550 if you want to check in. Uh, we're going to take a uh, quick, quick uh, break back and forth right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA. ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. We're also going to be checking back with uh, Murder Mike. We're going to get the latest murders uh, and the last uh, 24 hours of crime right here in the Kiva. As always, we appreciate you guys uh, joining us. There's a man who leads a life of danger. Everyone he meets, he stays a stranger. With every move he makes, another chance he takes. Odds are he won't live to see tomorrow. Secret agent man, secret agent man. They've given you a number and taken away your name. Pretty faces that you find A pretty face can hide an evil mind Ah, be careful what you say Or you give yourself away Odds are you won't live to see tomorrow Secret Asian man Secret prepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884 8229 884-8229. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. 
Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lips, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Unplanned expenses, inconvenience, stress, insurance hikes, and the list goes on, not to mention the lingering sense of being violated. Why risk it? You have an option in securing your vehicle with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. It's the answer. 505-550-4994. Did someone say waffles? Quick, go to Sunny Side Up, the place to be for the Patriot Waffle, strawberry banana and plain Belgian waffles. Sunny Side Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunny Side Up offer, sunny, not the place I like, dot com. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild, tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. Mark Caruso is a former insurance company attorney who now works with victims. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Cause to me they're all the same I hug them and I squeeze them 
they don't even know my name. They call me the Wanderer. Yeah, the Wanderer. end of everything that we're talking about ladies and gentlemen just so you uh you got me misty eyed eddie um coming out of new england and, and just knowing a little bit about the kennedy crime family yeah rush limbaugh of course the the inheritors of the eib clay and buck heard clay on buck. this radio yes, network ladies this and gentlemen, proud on, on radio basis. brand um the parody songs that rush would play one of them of course was the philander uh, I'm I'm Bill Ted. Ken- I'm a Kennedy. Yes, oh, okay. I'm Ted Kennedy. The car spins round and round and round and round and round. I can't. I mean, I I know a lot about Chappaquiddick. I've studied the Kennedys for years. I mean, that was such an offensive and hysterically funny song because I'm Ted Kennedy. Yeah, I'm Ted Kennedy. The car spins round and round and round and round. That's good. Oh, I well, miss you, Rush. Know, I miss you. Uh, you know, and a little uh, little hypocrisy there though, because uh, I guess uh, young Rush Limbaugh never had children. Married four times. By True. The way. So, you know, I mean, got to kind of keep it all that. Didn't, but, didn't uh, put a blonde in the pond, though. So unlike Teddy. So. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, is that, that that's is awesome. Said, that's, how, that's how we reminisce about Chappaquiddick and New England. Yeah. Chappaquiddick, you must acquit it. Uh, yeah, right. Is that, oh, is that Johnny Cochran? Uh, OJ. They made a movie about that a couple of years ago. And let me tell you, it did not portray Teddy in a very flattering light. I watched uh, the movie. I went to the uh, theater. I, I thought it was going to be bombshell oriented. I, I really thought that it was it. It essentially blamed him yep. and uh, well, you know, showed him <laughs> uh, post the Lion of the Senate. Yes. Uh, and I don't believe that that was his first uh, quote-unquote <clears throat> run-in uh, with a uh, innocent female that he wanted to go ahead and uh, you know have a good time. And uh, according to the reports, he had no recollection of what right. happened. Yes, and he, he, according to him, he made heroic attempts to dive back down to uh, uh, save Mary Jo. Now, the, uh, the, the, <laughs> now later on, of course, and this, yeah. I do this all the time because I live alone and I'm very strange. Um, when I'm dressing, <laughs> wait, wait, you're very strange and you live and alone. I live alone. Yeah, yeah, um, no, not you're I, alone and you're very strange. well. Don't forget when they were in was it Palm Beach in Florida? Maybe I don't know. I don't know if Jeffrey Epstein was with them. They had the famous scandal where he was out drinking with the young Kennedy cousins mm. and then the woman was date raped which you know rape mm. is rape I don't know. but anyway they had the trial and then the, the, it came out that he had been excessively drunk and he at some point he admitted I think something about he had mislaid his pants I had uh, neglected to find uh, where my trousers were and so when I'm getting dressed sometimes I'll do my Ted Kennedy and I'll say I've mislaid my pants where, where are my pants 
Billy Smith, where uh, nobody told me about, and there's a famous line where he says, and nobody told me anything that night about uh, Billy Smith had raped some girl. You know, he didn't. He didn't come out good in that incident either. That was early '90s. Little art December. imitating life, of course, uh, was the classic Godfather movie, and the uh, classic way to attain uh, political gain has to do with blackmail. What you can get on somebody else, brothel, and uh, yes. you might remember the great governor of the state of Nevada. <laughs> you know, he was uh, anything but humble. Uh, he was uh, proud. He had his. He had everything. Everything out front, and the. Uh, Corleone family, uh, boy. Senator Geary. They yes. basically got uh, got him to start dealing them the uh, the dice in Vegas for all the gambling that they wanted. You know, my my father's favorite line from the Godfather trilogy: "Senator, we're both part of the same hypocrisy." <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Oh, because I think I might we will watch the. I, I don't know. I don't have room for movies anymore. Let me, let me tell you why. Sounds like you don't. No, I, I, no, I, free, I think from the standpoint that. I know that I've lived enough of my life and I've seen enough of the same scenarios that there's, they just get regurgitated in other, I guess everyone's into this Yellowstone thing. Right? Oh, they love it. Yeah. yeah are you watching? That? No, I, I don't have that streaming service. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't done that. I haven't decided to go ahead and, uh, you know, get into the, uh, the lazy couch, so to speak, and decide to go ahead and do that. But um, by the way, the best people in this world are not looking to get entertained. They're looking to get educated. Enlightened. Yeah. yeah and I think that that's an important uh, distinction to make, but, Anyway, let's not belabor uh, poor Murder Mike any longer with our banter about <laughs> He's just sitting uh, back and being entertained. <laughs> Murder Mike is enjoying it, but uh, we're not. I, all I want to say is the, the very even and uh, simple point is that I do not, I do not want to watch uh, any more movies because I just think it's the same line over and over and over, just at, uh, built in different times and genres. After the first two minutes, you already know what this, how it's going to end. Most people do actually uh, know that. Uh, Murder Mike, you have to step to the mic, and we get something uh, that's a little bit uh, – Dowd, I'd ask while Murder Mike is rifling off his – because he has a, a, a – Dowd has an incredible radio voice. He is unaware of it, by the way. I am. I always uh, think I sound horrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you have an incredible radio voice, and uh, if this, this is the other reason why we got along uh, so well at the very beginning, because I understood your uh, talent uh, from the uh, delivery uh, standpoint, not just from the cerebral – uh, standpoint, but also from the delivery standpoint. Uh, plus your intonations, uh, a lot of inflection. Uh, okay. You know, uh, plus uh, you know, compared to uh, Paul Guessing, you were <laughs> remarkably more lively. Uh, in in uh, March, we will have the anniversary of me sitting right there mm -hmm. and Eddie being right where he is. It'll be mm -hmm. the sixth anniversary. Oh, six. Of yeah, the first is. moment I was in this studio, and I said some side snarky side remark or something, and I looked up, and Eddie had this big as my father would say, S-eating grin from ear to ear. And he was just so entertained by what I had just said. And he said something like, I love Dowd. And I was like, uh, maybe I need to stay in touch with this guy because the guy I'm working well, for did, right now is uh, not, his, not, doesn't have my best interest at heart. And he, did, he did write my name in his notebook, which I thought was a little I did, strange. I did that might be the yeah. first time. But uh, yeah, we've hit it off ever since. And uh, Dowd uh, and I have a remarkably distantly close relationship. <laughs> I think that would be the way to phrase <laughs> I'm closer to Murder Mike in many ways than I am to Doubt. Am to doubt. All right, Murder Mike, lay it on us. Last well, 24 hours. What's it look like there, pal? I'll tell you. Well, you know, I was told that I had a good radio voice at one time. At, you do. At one time. No, no, don't. Uh, yeah. Let me just give you the compliment so you don't have to oh, finish well, no, it up. I would just, uh, no, you, you, you definitely do. Just, my voice used to carry so much, and now I'm not used to having to modulate so much. But Well, anyway. I think it has more to do with the amount of smoking over the years. Too. That yeah. is true. Uh, yeah. Just just being honest, we wouldn't be friends if I uh, 
go and tell you to go pound sand. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. You've always got my, my best interest at heart. And sometimes it means a little, uh, chowing down on the bit, but uh, I mean, it's always, a, I know it's my best interest. So that's one of the things I appreciate about you, but anyway, moving right along. First of all, I want to, uh, uh, share this. I have just recently purchased some new uh, radio scanners, which is going to allow me to listen to more uh, police frequencies in the wider area of the state of New Mexico. At some point, we will be able to actually monitor monitor the entire state of New Mexico as far as law enforcement. <gasps> so we are going to have the best uh, radio communications in Albuquerque. The good news as, just keeps coming into I mean, the key. It is great. It is really great. I mean, I'm I'm really excited about it. We're getting antennas put up, and it's going to be a phenomenal uh, change in the way we can uh, cover the. Well, you know, it's funny, Michael, because I have um, in my daily blast when I send out the top ten links, I've been going to the Department of Public Safety website, and they actually do update that um, with interesting criminal-related stuff throughout the state. You know, right. Tucum carry stuff beyond Albuquerque, and people have been clicking on those links, and people want to know about the whole state, not just this that's, area. So, that's true. excellent. And and the, the the actual law enforcement agencies in the state of New Mexico are all moving to a certain frequency where we can hear everything going on no matter where. So wow. it gets real technical, but it's, it's, it's moving forward, it's moving upward, and it's moving in a great direction. I'm really excited about that. So. Excellent. And speaking of that, last night was, a fairly active, uh, was fairly active on the scanners with a variety of events being dispatched on the police, fire, and EMS frequencies. Beginning with a shooting yesterday evening, APD was dispatched to a to the Burlington Coat Factory at Atrisco and Central, reference a disturbance. We're more than great coats. Reference a disturbance and a possible shooting. Uh, upon arrival, they found a male victim suffering from one or more gunshot wounds who was conscious and breathing. He was transported by EMS to UNM Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. It appears the male victim witnessed two shoplifters, a male and a female couple, running from the Burlington store with a variety of items in hand. When he confronted the couple, the male suspect pulled out a handgun from his waist and shot the victim. The suspects fled the scene and are outstanding at this time, and the shooting victim is expected to survive his injuries. In weather-related news, as the second out of three winter storms hit New Mexico last night, treacherous driving conditions existed late last night into early this morning in the East Mountains. And you can expect more of the same later tonight as well as early Thursday morning. So be prepared for a little winter driving out there in the East Mountains. And finally, a quick review of the stats from overnight. Beginning with shots fired calls, there was a total of 10, uh, 10 shots fired calls. Also moving down the list from last night, there was one down and out and three psych calls reported. Two suicide attempts were called in. One was an adult male threatening to hang himself from a tree in the front yard with Christmas tree lights. The other was also, <laughs> I know, I was waiting, I, mean, I had to pause even in there. <laughs> do I hear giggling somewhere? <laughs> this is the time of the year to do it, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, uh, I did you just say Christmas tree lights? Christmas tree lights. I actually even put a, a, a space in there because I knew this was going to get some reaction. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I guess he was just you know, really wanted to celebrate Christmas. What an idiot. <laughs> Why don't you just say, if he was serious about it, why didn't he just go ahead and start unplugging the fuse and start sticking his tongue in the fuse? Yeah, a quick, quicker way. When I heard this called dispatch, and when they said what the method was, and they do, they try to do that most of the time. When they said that, I just, I, oh um, and if you think that one's good, this no, is that, for the second one. That's just uh, people's need to get attention for whatever reason. 
I mean, is it is that like an attempt to do something so he can get more money mm-hmm. or drugs yeah. or his child back or I don't know what else? Maybe relax, drama queen. Maybe yeah, maybe <laughs> is this something thing. where he's trying to prevent his girlfriend from breaking up with him? Yeah, or? that's probably it. Exactly. You know, like, really, you think that? I think it's probably like he's losing control of his life or his kids or something. Something like I wouldn't that, think probably. it'd be like. I mean, honestly, I mean. If it was losing his girlfriend, he'd be like, "I'm totally fine with it," you know. Well, a lot I of go guys find somebody else, that. and these these girls are on a, a merry-go-round anyway nowadays. A lot of guys couldn't handle that, and it also depends on his age. You know, I, without knowing his age, we, it's kind of hard to see what was in his mind. But uh, now here's the other one. Uh, this was also an adult male. However, this guy, ready for this, was threatening to jump off the San Mateo overpass onto oh I-40 with a chain around his neck. And explosives tied to his body. No, he was no, he was not. Where is he going to get these explosives? And and did they find explosives? No, they no, didn't. No, but I mean, when he calls into the suicide of the right. crisis prevention hotline, this is the information that they give. He gives them, which is in turn related to the police department, which is in turn dispatched out as such. Why they don't didn't know. they just send out? Why don't they just send out like the uh, the bomb squad out there? You really <laughs> want to you know, scare the. Jesus out Send the Hurt him. Locker guys out with those big suits, you know. Yeah, I mean, he'll stop right there. He's like, well, this is serious. I, uh, my threats are for naught. He did not have, he's not like, uh, you know, uh, awesome Amaleka, you know. <laughs> That's right. I mean, this is not who he is. You know what I'm saying? And it, with, with all due respect to the, uh, you know, Islam. He's not the, getting the 72 uh, virgins. No, no, no. 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 Uh, <laughs> but again, this is information that, that is given to the, the call receiver, the 911 operator, which has to be given to the officers because they, you don't know what if, what is really going on. You don't uh, know if he's serious or not. So well, that's exactly why you don't even. It's like if he's going to jump and he's got bombs around him, keep our police away from him as far as possible, mm-hmm. and just stop traffic and reroute it and uh, wait for the guy to just go ahead and throw hungry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you and I went to that one. Remember what happened? If finally the guy came down, I literally told you he was not going to yeah. jump. I could tell from his body language. Yeah, he was waving his arms around. If there's anybody who could talk anybody off of a ledge, it would be me. Yeah, go ahead, jump, buddy. Take the attempt, you know. (laughs) Martin Riggs in Lethal Weapon, remember when he goes up to convince the guy to step aside and then he jumps. And he jumps with him. He jumps with him. He handcuffs the guy. (laughs) Puts the cuffs like, damn, boy, you crazy. Like, yeah, I'm crazy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to jump off this building with you. Oh, man. Danny Glover was not happy. Now, that that would be a masculine movie that I would love to watch. That is a masculine movie. This guy. guy, (laughs) Martin Riggs. Somehow, Mel Gibson falls in love with a Scandinavian beauty. She gets shot. That's that's number two. And and he, he manages to, like, risk his life and take out the entire... South Africa terrorist like, organization. Yep. Diplomatic right? immunity. Diplo- yeah, he, he managed to take him out based <laughs> upon one hot night of sex with a, with, with a That's South right. African. That's right. That's it. it. Like, they, they, like, I don't know. Is there more virility in the world than, than, than Mel Gibson in that? Yeah. You know, I mean, he's running around. He lives in a trailer. He drinks beer all day. Yeah, he drinks beer all day. He's feeling depressed about some ex-wife, right? Yeah, got, like, she got killed. He, his ex-wife, he's he's upset about his ex-wife, but right. somehow he's like knee deep in the in the new South African woman. Yep. And the ex-wife doesn't exist anymore. It's no, all no. about the blonde woman. Yep. And for the next two hours, he's just like taking out half of Los Angeles. Yeah. And he can dislocate his shoulder to get out of the 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 the, the what do you call that? That is real yeah. male virility right yeah. there. Just yeah. make there it is, checking in, checking out. You know, uh, just like 
I used to care for my wife. She's dead now. I now they killed this one. I'm going to go get revenge. Uh, like that's a that's a pure heart right uh, there. I will simply say that uh, Patsy Kensett, uh, circa 1989, would make me walk away from MGTOW, folks. Uh, oh absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know who that is. You always she, have that's, these that's weird the names. Oh yeah, yeah what, that's the what, what you're talking about? <laughs> wow, how did you even pull that one? Uh, I I I know about Lethal Weapon. I'm, I'm a big Lethal Weapon. Guy. I know one, wait, two, wait, three. Can we just, what's and her four. name again? Patsy Kensit. K E N S Y. Yeah, K E N S I T. I think. Wow, you literally nailed it. There she. Oh yeah, there she is. She's very. She's got that. Yeah, she's got that. Copenhagen, yeah. uh, Denmark type of uh, maybe, uh, maybe in my brain, Mr. Aragon, because it was the oh, first. Oh, she's from the uh, Lambeth, London, uh, UK. Uh, first R-rated movie I ever saw in which really? a woman uh, disrobes. Did so they, they had kind of a big impact on a 16-year-old D. Dowd? Did they show? Did they show the uh, the uh, chesticles? Uh, y- in that one? They, they did in that movie. They and, did. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, and, uh, I'd always wondered what women. It didn't take much. Like in it. it didn't it, take it, much. There you go. A pansy can. But let's see how busy she has been as of late. She, she played, I think, Mia Farrow in a in a TV documentary about Mia Farrow's life. I'm oh, really? With with Frank, she was yeah. married to Liam Gallagher. Boy, oh, she, bad call. Been, <laughs> this woman has been married to four different dudes. You, Ooh, yeah. You want to talk about stuff? Uh, there she is, Lethal Weapon Two, Absolute Beginners, Hanover Street. Uh, she was Suzette, Sarah Selinger. Always the uh, oh, she she's in some new movies, The Pebble and the Boy. Um, and I don't know if that's a coming of age movie. If it is, then there you go. You might have the uh, the older seductress in her fifties uh, uh, making uh, young boys come woke. Yeah, I can see that as a yeah, new nineteen ninety five love and betrayal. The Mia, Fer- Mia Farrow story. She oh, played sad. Mia Farrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, nothing. Uh, she has not done well since uh, uh, since Lethal Weapon two. That's yeah, it. that was the peak. Yeah. Huh. That was it. It's just uh, it's all. A lot of B-sides uh, there. Don Bosco, I think I re- might have remembered that one. That must have been the one that led her in. Uh, Great Expectations. I will tell you, any movie uh, that is about it, Great Expectations, I, 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 that's, that, that was like the youth story uh, soul-crushing of my life, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the unrequited love that oh. you never, that's never fully attainable. Dickens, yes. Yeah, that yes. you were absolutely enthralled with. And it, it's, it's literally just a man staring in his mind about, all the things that he can communicate to a woman. Mine was a graduate. <laughs> well, that's well, no, that was the other way around. That was uh, Cuckoo Cachoo, Mrs. Robinson, and oh, yeah, she was coming down. You know, but as a young man seeing that, what what what, what, did he, what did she say? Do you like? Did, what, what did what did she say to him in uh, the graduate? She said, uh, "Would you like me to seduce you, <laughs> like Mrs. Robinson? Mrs. Robinson, <laughs> like man." I was like, what this was is that four years after Lethal Weapon Two, she was starring with Stephen Baldwin. I mean, uh, that's that's yes, that's it, a career not that's going the kiss places. Kiss of death. Uh, yeah, you go from Lethal Weapon to what? What is uh, what is what does that guy even do? <laughs> Other than being the uh, brother of uh, of. Um, Love and marriage, love and marriage. And then, of course, you get Christina Applegate. Boy, we're going into uh, full male, really. Who was your childhood crush there? Uh, boy. That, that we might have known. Raquel? Of. I would say probably Raquel Welch. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Ding. Got it. And, uh, um, oh, boy. She she played uh, the name. Brigitte Bardot? Uh, Jane Fonda. Oh, back in the day. Whoa, very yeah. pretty. Very pretty. Man, she was a Barbarella. 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 Yeah. You know the woman that did it for me? This is going to be the strangest thing that you guys have heard on this 
station maybe in the last few years. Oh, it's going to strike you weird. Give okay. it up, man. Give and it and up. don't think about the characteristics of what I generally go for, okay. Dowd. Uh, it's, it's, I'm thinking Kathy Bates. No? Hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, so, so my, my, my first fiance, okay, Wait. literally was this woman like in the flesh. And I was fascinated with this woman. I was just like, any movie that she was in, I would watch. Okay. Parker, Parker Posey. I thought I'm she a was, fan. I'm you? a fan. I yes. thought she was like the most adorable. Yep. yep. I uh, get you 100%. Right? Yeah. Like I couldn't like take a shot. The things and how incredibly goofy and dorky. Yep. Yep. And risk take. I don't know what it was about. Queen of the I, Indies, they called her. I was, yeah. I was, I was very big on uh, Ali Sheedy, right? Oh yeah. But yeah. in my opinion, Ali Sheedy became Parker Posey on, you know, uh, <laughs> but Ali Sheedy be, was uh, Parker Posey. Let's see, Par- let's see, Parker Posey was Ali Sheedy on steroids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I loved uh, Ali Sheedy and Saint Saint Elmo's Fire. And then she denigrated into Breakfast Club and that weirdness yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And then I was, you know, yeah, the Jeunesse Aquois came a little bit with uh, Molly Ringwald, of course. Oh, yeah. I think everybody could like her until, oh, yeah. you know. Adam Kroll grew up with her. Club. What's that? Adam Kroll grew up with her. Club. Well, Molly I don't know Ringwald. what you said. Who's talking? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you first, first, Michael. I was just going to say, the Breakfast Club. Yes, we, we said that. Oh, okay. I yeah, it kind, of, it kind of hits you kind of fast, I know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what was that you said? Oh, uh, uh, Adam Kroll grew up with the Ringwald family. Yeah. In, oh, he in, did. In uh, North Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, so he was a, a very. Uh, Her father was a, a blind uh, jazz musician, very famous uh, blind jazz really? musician. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. So uh, there you go. I mean, lots of other ones that are coming. Uh, someone says Mila Kunis. Uh, someone checked in with Mila Kunis. Mel Gibson was good as Santa Claus and Fat Man. Yeah, I think Mila Kunis certainly has that. Cute girl. Answer. Yeah. Not um, statuesque enough for me, though. I need Alyssa Milano her. never, I think, never hit it. Me neither. At, like at all as sam and uh no. what is it was she it, it is enough or what was it called oh uh who's the boss who's the boss? angela what are you doing boy tony danza could never be another tony danza in any other tony danza-esque film again i have a thing in terms of Alyssa milano i will not watch an adult actress if she was a child actor because i because a lot of women now you know they're more artistic like we, we we're turning to the 70s where women are a little freer about disrobing on film mm-hmm. and i just it's like people are always trying to get me into that vampire show on hbo but that little girl who was in the piano with harvey keitel and she's like 10 years old and then she's like nude in every scene in the tv show and i'm like i don't watch scenes where little child actresses grew up to be adult actresses because i just think that's super super creepy so there's entire television shows and movies i've never seen because i just don't there's something wrong about that in my view very very all right wrong. so I have, I have one more for you this is strange i'm really going into the uh, annals of of television history uh, here. Uh, Nev Campbell. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah? Totally with you we on that. We would have Nev to Campbell. battle it out if yes. we actually yep. went out. Uh, yep. yeah, Nev, Nev Campbell, Parker Posey, Yep, I think we're... Uh, Canada's Nev Campbell, yes. Yeah. From, Can- uh, from Canada. She did a, one scene in Mad Men with Don Draper where they have this flirting scene on a plane cross-country. I don't know if she ever got the Emmy for that guest appearance, but she was just epic in that scene it was great and they never meet each other again she never appears in the series again but that mm-hmm. one scene is, is terrific were you ever a Jen- jennifer aniston fan ever uh, kind of that girl next door i never but, got it but not it never never did it for me yeah yeah i'm, I'm team jolie i'm really not team aniston. really i never never jolie i never liked uh, her i got another vote here for kathy ireland i gotta say oh my god 
Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 80s? No, yeah. Not one time ever did it. Now she's me. a billionaire no. with El, a lifestyle brand. Ellen McPherson might have been. Yeah, I think <laughs> McPherson was, was right up there for me. I couldn't get enough of Ellen McPherson. What was her um, name in the Mickey Mouse Club uh, way back in the Annette day? Fettuccello? Annette Fettuccello? Yeah, My God, how old are you, Michael? Oh, boy. <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> one foot on the banana peel and the other on the start of the... Ditch witch that digs a grave there, my man. <laughs> yeah, she was in her forties when I was born. I think any woman that was overtly sexual, I was turned off by. Oh, okay. What so, Dr. Drew calls a female female impersonator. It's very interesting. Yeah, I never uh, Pamela Anderson. Never liked it. I uh, like the women generally who didn't have makeup. Yep, yep. Who had good personalities. Yep, yep. And yep. who I think were cuter than they were. Sexy and and maybe a little artsy too, like a little sophistication, but not oh, but yeah. not arrogant. Yeah. 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 So my my high school crush, uh, <laughs> she was I think the perfect combo between what what's think of the brainiest person. You, oh, you know who she was? Here's the other one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 70s on you. She was Ally McGraw. Oh. Yeah. That was uh, that would have Santa been, Fe's own Ally McGraw. Yeah. That she was basically that. You know that that kind of uh, you know <laughs> know it all kind of unconquerable person. I always looked for the challenge. I literally two or three months ago, I'd, yeah. I'd never seen The Getaway. That's the one where she stars with McQueen, and then she ended up mm-hmm. leaving Robert Evans to. to oh to yeah, marry Steve McQueen. the man, <laughs> yeah. the man who's still in the picture. Yeah, yeah. The man, right. or was, it, was the man stays the kid in the stays picture? In the, picture. The kid stays yeah. in the picture. I listened to that book on tape, and there was an intriguing uh, um, sort of thing, a love triangle there oh, in the early to mid seventies. Yeah, the documentary is great. I've seen. Ali uh, Ali McGraw had the jeunesse à quoi. Yes. Uh, she might be listening to us right now up in Tasuke. Yes, big, um, right right up there. big conservative. Yeah, Ali's a big conservative. Yeah, she, one, one of the other. She's a big gun rights advocate. <laughs> she's all about low uh, taxes. Yeah, whiskey, <laughs> steak. If, if, anybody, if anyone's looking for a great steak, it's Ali McGraw. Uh, we, I think we covered this, Eddie. There was yeah. a, a, an article in the Santa Fe New Mexican, some kind of high end. Of course, in Santa Fe, everything's high end. Oh. Chocolate. Uh, candy store. Oh yeah, she liked I to told go to, you this. and yeah, she was yeah. there the day they Dos closed Santos. because of the Rona lockdown. Yeah, Do- hey, Dos Allie, Santos. maybe you stand up for your favorite candy store and go public about how horrible the lockdowns are. That was are. written by uh, two monks. That was done by two monks. <laughs> My mom walked out of there with a hundred dollar Christmas ornament, and I found it on the Christmas tree just this year. Wow. Yeah, it was there, and it's a little chopitos. Do you know what I'm talking about there, Murder Mike? Uh, chopitos, chopos, right? You know what chopos are? Uh, They're little. Uh, Anyway, slippers. They're uh, umpa slippers. Tata slippers. Slippers. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. slippers. Yeah. yeah, so chopos. And it was one chopo that was uh, decorated with a little fringe element, and it had a, a little uh, piece of... The, the, remember, if you want to charge a lot for chocolate, call it a confection. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Call it artisanal chocolate. Yeah, you, you really know. It, it's a confectionary in a blend of this. Oh, yeah, you got to go with price. that. It's always dark chocolate. I, I, I was giving, and they'll talk uh, about the level of cacao in it. You know? the, 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 the it's cacao. always like 70, <laughs> cacao, yes. 72%, yes. 83%. Yes. And, you know, it's got some very... And it was, was it responsibly sourced cacao? That's that's another I think one. That's important. Um, I got yeah. extensive uh, high-end chocolate from uh, really? some folks in Corrales that I take care of their dogs for. I'm Why kind of I'm, I'm like kind of like a big Hershey's bar guy. Just just yeah. give me the low rent stuff, okay? You don't need. To, do you have to be Corrales all the time? Maybe you go to uh, Ghetto uh, Ghetto Smiths, and you just get me a bunch of Hershey bars. I'd be perfectly happy with that. <laughs> Everything yeah. doesn't have to be expensive and Corrales high end stands, and artisanal. Corrales stands got the delectables. Yes, the confectionery, yes. the delectables, yes. the. Uh, 
Yes. You know, they, the, the small vintners, yes. the micro brews. Mm. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. The premiums, right? The, they have the, the pebbles craft. in the shower. You have they, to have the, the, the pebbles in the shower yeah. so that your your feet are comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. They get and the, the sign that you see going into Corrales, uh drive slow and see our our town. Uh, drive see our village. See our judge. Yeah, our, our village. Yeah. Out. Yeah, I they do. Like uh, but but now they're growing pot. Do you think they're going to have a new strain of oh, let me tell you. a confectionery artisanal? Everywhere I go in Corrales, the signs yeah. are up. Uh, don't allow pot dispensaries in neighborhoods in Corrales. They are wow. The Corrales Stanos are angry. They are not happy about that. I like the, I like the Corrales Stanos. I like that even better than the Corrales Stanos. <laughs> good dirt there, so yeah. they'll grow well, some you know, dynamite weed. <laughs> you know, the, the level of diversity uh, measured by a higher level of homogeneity of what they will accept. Silver hair ponytails, yes, yes. Audis, yep. BMWs, big time. Um, yeah, renewable energy, Being electric rich, cars. Yeah. Um, you know, they probably talk about the level of uh, solar panels uh, that they have upon uh, there. A lot of folks in Carlos always talking about the rich tradition, uh, mm. rich tradition of the American Southwest. Yes, it's all rich whitey in South in Corrales. That, Rich Whitey isn't the tradition of the Southwest, but I guess they're making it their tradition. Well, somehow we went, we crossed over from uh, uh, childhood crushes and Mel Gibson and masculinity, and somehow those silver hair uh, naked bathers who like to hang out in the Hamas with uh, Don Schrader and uh, paint in their little uh, studio. Like These are people who, who literally buy homes, and they're looking for a quaint place where they can have strange <coughs> encounters uh uh, 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 coupled with uh, a place where they can sip the wine and paint their pictures. Corrales I'm telling you, has changed considerably. Really changed. It's been the it same has. place. No, well, there was I, a. But yeah, but the people and the attitude of Corrales has changed since I was growing up in the 50s and 60s. Since a dollar so. bill went in there and turned yeah, into absolutely. like uh, trust fund babies, like coming Something out. Of, yeah, yeah. A lot of the, like it's a place where like strange white people can hang out <laughs> yeah, who yeah, have a lot yeah. of money. And we'll, hey, those are my people. <laughs> well, yeah, are in love with their dogs, and we won't ask what they do with their dogs. But we we know that there's definitely something going on in the crowd. I know there's a Taos Hum, right? Mm. Dennis Hopper found it. Mm. Uh, there's definitely a a Corrales, uh What would you say? Sort of, Aura. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you know, just this uh, preening virtue signaling. I would say yeah. would be the the, the Corrales. Do they have Aura. a lot of those turquoise signs out in Corrales. Oh, we love the turquoise. Oh yeah, yeah. the the turquoise signs that talk about uh, love is not a crime, or you know, being in this house, we believe in science. No, no human being is illegal. Black That's lives matter. Oh, black lives matter. Right. Women's rights are human rights. Oh, my the whole yeah. list. There we go. Yeah. Well, well, I don't I live in Corrales, uh, and what? Yes, you'll well, tell me what. Say, I got that. I was gonna. If you want, I got a few more stats I can give you real quick if you'd like. Uh, we want to hear more and more stats about. Uh, you, it, about I, a whole lot and and there, we apologize but... for our half-hour distraction, oh, no. Michael. <laughs> I, I was enjoying. I take it personally. Immensely. I didn't do. I, it's my fault. Man. I was enjoying it. <laughs> then I looked down. I go, oh wow, there's. I forgot to read this, so I'll run through this really. Quickly. We, we had shots fired. Uh, yeah. Let's see. We had what did we? We had. Uh, well, I, I know we left off with the jumper, and I know left that, on the two suicide attempts. That, that suicide attempt, and I actually covered a jumper uh, about a year and a half ago. He was jumping off the Candelaria overpass onto I-25, and he was threatening it like everybody else does. And I'm I'm standing here shooting him with my camera, and the guy actually does. He takes a leap. And hits the ground. I hit. Him. I followed him all the way down. Oh Lord! Flat, you know, I was going to give it to KLB, but it was too graphic. They said they couldn't run it. So, wow. But anyway, moving right along here. AFR responded to five outside fires last night and reported a multiple and responded to a multiple vehicle fire on the west side. Additionally, there were three aggravated assaults reported. 
one neighbor dispute, four drug overdoses, and three domestic violence calls. And finally, to wrap things up, there was one residential burglary, one commercial burglary at an auto zone, and APD responded to four disturbance calls. So that's a brief, brief look at the crime in the nighttime right here in Alba QRQ. Guys, back to you. The QRQ. Alba QRQ. Okay. Back to you in the QRQ. Like that? I'll let you use it. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. Do you own the copyright? <laughs> uh, wacky Wiz, I'm loving it, guys. <laughs> wacky Wiz. It has been a Wacky Wiz. Wacky not, Wiz. There are no days. The last, the last day of the year. That's what we need to do. When we, we should come up with the name. I think this is important. I asked for this on Monday. The chrysalis was a the last proposal. five days of the year. I think should be called any day but the day of the week that it is. So I think it should be called like uh, you know you call every day, last day, whatever. And then we got to characterize sort of the you know spirit of those that last week, the wasted week, the you know I don't I don't know what to call it, but we, we someone's got to name that. That's interesting. That that would be interesting to follow. Well, I think nationally, I think someone should name it. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. someone should. Uh, Oh, there you go. You're blowing up. Uh, the wife's calling. Are you uh, married now? What's going on? Oh, no. <laughs> She's blowing no. up your phone? She's like, uh, no, I don't know what's going on. Mikey, there, stop it. You need us. St- <laughs> she probably just heard me on the air and said, uh-oh. You better, when you get here, we're going to have a powwow. Yeah. Stop talking about Raquel Welch and Jane Fonda, Michael. I think that's the most offensive thing that you've ever said on the radio, calling a gathering a powwow. And you're not even yeah. Native American. I think we need to cancel murder, Mike. Oh, well, yeah, it's over. I, I used that a lot. All, now all of a sudden, this is this head racist. Oh my God, I'm, I'm I'm screwed no matter how. Well, I during go. the Cultural Revolution, you had to confess your counter-revolutionary thoughts publicly. Oh, did you? So, you know, if we can reach that point with Michael, apologizing for. Remember what we learned from the mayor the other day: current and past injustices against Asian people. So, if Michael used powwow today and in the past. You've got a lot of apologizing ahead of you, young man. I, uh, hmm. I, I'm dead already. <laughs> I may as well just go ahead and dig that grave. <laughs> I think uh, Corella should have an official song. What would it be? Oh dear Lord! If you if you were thinking, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm going to see if I can name it here. Uh, what would be strange? A lot of a lot of them hanging out naked, smoking in their backyard, drinking. Uh, One toke over the line. Oh my yeah. God! Are you kidding me? I'm thinking. I'm not even kidding. You you already loaded it. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I just think. I mean, Are you serious? Drug songs, you know. That is uncanny. You want to talk about perfect harmony? Ebony and Ivory right here. Eat out Muska and Aragon. The rock and rock. Here is the key. One toke over the line, sweet Jesus. One toke over the line. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. 
Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. 
Did someone say pancakes? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat, apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes and more. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now at sunny.theplaceilike.com. We're going to get on Darcy. to Darcy in here, yeah. Darcy? Darcy. Uh, you read, uh, Darcy. Uh, you read uh, Frank's uh, uh, Angela's Ashes by Frank McCourt. Oh, yeah. Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. Darcy. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know where to go with the Corrales uh, vibe. Uh, I was also thinking You're So thinking, Vain is a good song yeah, for Corrales. Yeah, I was thinking a lot of Carly, Simon, uh, Just full of yourself. Juice Newton. Yes, yeah, people I think Corrales that's are very a lot of themselves. How about this? This will work. Right? There's like yacht rock for Corrales, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. Like there's like there's definitely a Corrales genre. Someone's gonna steal this from me. Oh man, this is good. There we go. I ain't never been with a woman off enough to We've been together so long now that both need me so. There we go. All right, I think I've heard this song. If I ever settle down, you'd be my guy. This is just like weird white people just settling down with, they don't even know. They just kind of get tired, right? Yep. There we go. There it is a love song. Yeah, right? I think we're doing it. Yeah, I think that's uh, about the right, right part. Yeah, yeah, like Almond Brothers, uh, uh, you know, laid back. Yeah, uh, Black Water by the Doobie Brothers, maybe. You know, just some of that. Yeah. yeah. Wolf on water, keep on rolling. That's Corrales. I think baby. I think this is this is Corrales, definitely. One of my favorite songs. This is like one of the best songs I think ever made. That's how good I feel about this song. Just couldn't make the wedding. Sorry. Sorry. That's that? That's right. <laughs> well, I tried to make it Sunday, but I got so damn depressed that I set my sights on Monday and I got myself undressed. I ain't ready for the altar. 
But I do agree there's times when a woman sure can be a Oh, yeah, this this next one, this is right in the line of the uh, the, the sounds of Corrales. <laughs> I think this is it. I think this is the sounds of Yeah, like, man. This feels like a free love, you know, sort From of. From KTEL, the sounds of Corrales, man. Yeah, sort of like the, the, like the relationship swap and stuff that's probably going on down in uh, old Corrales. <laughs> I think this is it. being together but none of them are together yeah, that's right not really you know better offer comes along you know. a little money comes their way yeah you're never going to be able to go back how about chevy van that would be a good song for corrales you know <laughs> we made love in my chevy van and that's all right For that particular time, you're still the one for, for tonight. For tonight, but maybe not tomorrow. Uh, other stuff going down in uh, the uh, polyamorous uh, uh, area known as Corrales. Do you, if you had to think, you know, the perfect mix. Am I nailing? I'm nailing this. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. I am nailing this. I am stone cold nailing this tonight, right? And it's a lot of. Um, it's a lot of money. A lot of people with weird yeah. occupations and. Endeavors and interests. Start over marriages in Corrales. Like oh, people, there's like, so your there's mi- yours, mine, and ours. And, yeah, yeah, and there and there's somehow yeah. their start over marriage is better than anything that has been <laughs> yes. around for thirty, forty, fifty years. Yeah, right. And yep. some somehow, right? Yep. They've somehow idyllically characterized themselves as, but inevitably, all these people die old and alone by themselves and fighting over some weird trust. Uh, there is an interesting. Am I, am I going you're, too far you're, on you're this? You're completely. I, you just made me think of in terms of the socioeconomic <laughs> class. Uh, I was walking our new girl uh, who who is uh, girl. You're saying a dog. She's a dog. Yeah, yeah well, that's walking, the way. I was walking our new girl. You've got some of the Corrales uh, lexicon. <laughs> she going was on. she was running around, and I was with two people I know in Corrales because I know a lot of people in Corrales. Yes. We we just don't talk about you ideology knew, or you, politics or anything like that. You knew a lot of, of people in Corrales until this this broadcast. Until, I have not said any names. So I was walking along with a former. PBS uh, documentarian mm. and a former law professor from back east. So we, we we just happened to meet up on the trail. And, and our new girl, our, who's kind of a rescue, part rescue, part purchase from uh, Arizona, she was breeding stock, a golden retriever, of course. And so she's never had any kind of fun in her life. And she was just always pregnant and always nursing. So mm. uh, she was purchased, and we hope she becomes a, a mental health dog like my my dog, her, old, her older sister now, and she's just crazy. She's, she's never had any fun, so she's just running up and down the trails and having so much fun. And so I remember when Anna Nicole died, Vergie, uh, Vergie was, of course, Anna Nicole's mother. She was interviewed, they interviewed her about her daughter, and Anna Nicole died at 39 with 18 different types of drugs in her body. Don't sue me, estate. Um, and Vergie, Vergie said, oh, well, Vicky Lynn, Vicky Lynn, that's her, her real name. You got, you got to understand about Vicky Lynn. Vicky Lynn was just wild and free. She was wild and free. And I've always remember Virgie t- calling her daughter wild and free. And so our new girl, who's technically named Kalina, for many, many Kalina. weeks now, I've called her Vicky Lynn because she's just, she's just wild and free. So I'm explaining the story of Virgie Hogan and Vicky Lynn Hogan, who went on to become Anna Nicole. And I'm looking at the two of them, and the two of them are looking like through me, uh, retired PBS documentary filmmaker, uh, retired, retired law professor. Do you think these two people knew who Anna Nicole Smith was? No. They were looking at me like I was speaking some mixture of Swahili and Mongolian. 
I like to think I have a foot in, in both Diné. I like to think that I have a foot in the highbrow world and the regular America world. Yeah. And those two worlds came into a, a clash that day. And they yeah. both looked at me and had no idea who Anna Nicole Smith was. <clears throat> yeah, was she some <clears throat> feminist writer? No, no, she wasn't a, a feminist writer. No, did she work for the UN? No, she didn't. She didn't work for the for the for the UN. No, no. And she no. died at a Hard Rock hotel, hard drinking, hard living, Playboy loving, and Nicole Smith bosomy. Yes, I, I can tell you that Karalistan, they don't like the bosomy lady. They like oh. the you know the flat butts, flat chest, flat hair. Well, I wrote the thing about the salt. Yeah. production in New Mexico and I said, you know, in Corrales you would not have New Mexico. Only pink Himalayan salt That's it. is that is, is allowed yep. in Corrales and I said sure. if you had New Mexico salt in Corrales it would be the same as having a NASCAR poster on your wall or having a MAGA hat in your house. It that you would, you would be run out of Corrales. No matter how bad the food that the uh, strange uh, white people make in Corrales that have <laughs> yes. their uh, strangely, you know, he's been married twice, she's been married four times. Uh, and somehow they've got uh, three different, and they're they're currently working through counseling after only being married two and a half years. That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah the, a lot of counseling. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of counseling, counseling is big, and um, not knowing who Anna Nicole Smith was is big. <laughs> they're looking right through me. We have no idea, Dowd, what you're talking. Who is this Anna Nicole Smith? Smith, you speak of. <clears throat> we got to get into their vacations uh, as well. I think this is like the patron saint of Corrales in a weird way. You know, th this guy right here. Oh, don't you? Can't you feel the Corrales brewing right through this song? Oh, nailing it. Yeah. Oh man, that is that guy's gonna be playing Sunday night at uh, the Casa uh, San Ysidro Church. <laughs> You're going to be selling the berets down there for 30 bucks. They're handmade. Oh, yeah. Crafty. Local, yeah. artisanal. Somehow we've uh, managed to uh, have more fun at the expense of Corrales than we have at Santa Fe, which yeah. is strange, uh, I think. I may never be in Santa Fe again after the vax mandate. Yeah. Well, in Corrales, there are no statues there to topple. So, point. Yeah, just uh, a lot of uh, strange pumpkin-oriented uh, type And Tibetan dishes. prayer flags. Lots yes. of Tibetan prayer flags. Really? Everywhere. Most houses. Highest uh, per capita in the state? Yeah. Maybe more than Tiles. Maybe. Oh. David. Think about how many sounds like church going choral uh, mm, portion mm. of any of their uh, mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. you might think about uh, uh peter paul and mary oh yes right? uh, i think that would be that's that's got to be a big corrales um uh, you know a big corrales uh you know let's let's go back to the oldies you know when things when you when you would tune in late on a saturday evening mm -hmm. uh where peter paul and mary would get would get together on one of their dylan before he went electric that's 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 a big thing. Oh, yeah, that is actually good. Yeah. yeah. Dylan, by the way, Dylan didn't believe in love. I don't know if you knew that or not. He thought love was a mental disease. This is this is definitely Corrales. You know this one. Easy. All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up. To say goodbye. 
the dawn They've always got to have a Vietnam story leaving on a jet airplane that they're somehow connected, but they've never actually been involved in any way, shape, or form because any vet, any vet, I can guarantee you there's just like black people, you can't find them in Corrales. You also can't find, you can't find veterans, retired veterans with mental ailments at the uh, you know, one of the highest uh, echelons of home prices uh, in Corrales. The, the Corralinos got college deferments when it came to oh, uh, the yeah. unpleasantness. In How Southeast did you escape Asia. it? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, 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 leaving on a jet plane, of course, written by none other than Mr. John Denver. There it is. I mean, see, it's all, it's all, it's all right there, folks. I mean, it's just, and then of course you, what? We can't miss. I mean, this is, it's, it's like yacht rock for Corrales. <laughs> and then of course, oh yeah. When you're really feeling the uh, femininity. Huh? Oh, Tapestry. Oh, oh yeah. How many times have I played that? I have the original copy. One of us is changing, or maybe we just stop trying. They're always talking about a broken relationship in a melodious tone. And it's too late, baby, now it's too late. So we really did try to You know, wasn't Carol King, like, beaten by James Taylor? Hmm. He was a heroin addict for a while. Didn't he beat? I'm, I'm almost positive. There's a lot of physical abuse. James Taylor, I think, alongside David Crosby, um, I think is kind of like like the two, like, don't call the cops on us. Don't call the cops. You know, they recently beat their wives, but they can never come out like that because they can't come out as violent types, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, is that, mm-hmm, can you see that? You mm-hmm, see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Am I am I uh, am I borrowing too much here? Am I reading too much into it? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. But uh, yeah, James Taylor, I think uh, alongside David Crosby, uh, Crosby, uh, Carol King, maybe a little Edie Brickell and uh, Paul Simon. In, that was quite that. an issue a number of years yeah. ago. Yes. yes. Just yesterday morning, okay, they go. let me know you were gone. There it is. It's always a split relationship. <laughs> too much wife swapping <laughs> going on in Corrales. <laughs> like, we try to stop you from swinging, and then you guys keep Walked swinging. Out this morning, and I wrote down this song. There it is. I just can't remember who to send it to. There's no uh, Christian revival churches in Corrales, right? I suspect not. <laughs> if that zoning application was ever submitted, that would be in the circular file right away. I don't think Steve Smotherman's opening no, a legacy no. church out in uh, Corrales, State. Do you think? Only times when I could not find a friend. And that's it. Disappeared forever. And but I only want that I'd see you again. There it is. James Taylor, a very angry man despite his very folksy ways. He hid behind that guitar and the uh, soft, soothing sounds. Uh, I will say they do practice a religion every Sunday morning in Corrales. What is that? Is uh, it the it's Tai Chi? Called, uh, reading the New York Times Sunday edition. Oh, yeah. Boy, I read the New York Times. Remember that two-minute commercial that would go on with the New York Times? And it would have all these different people. You'd have the you know, the, the African-American. She was reading the New York Times. She oh, looked yeah. very overly educated. Oh, yeah. You know, and they would phrase it that Women way. Poor and African-American, I guess yeah. you could say. Right. And then you'd have the Hispanic and then you have the white people that are together and the older people, and the young people, the edgy. Young, I read the New York Times. I read the New York And what do they all read it for? Right. Yeah. They used to run that commercial all the time. Now, if you're a white person with the New York Times, it's so woke. Do they charge more if you're a white customer because you have to pay reparations? I think that's the uh, I think that's the equivalent of praying the rosary in Hispanic culture. Do you, like, are you dedicated to the level of diversity? 
commitment. I think that would be. Mm. There's got to be other places that are akin to Corrales that are also in the environs of the 505. Could we say uh, North Albuquerque Acres? I think mm. there's a little okay. element okay. to that, right? Okay. But they're they're more into stack stone type stuff, not the Adobe. I think Corrales goes for the Adobe, and mm. mm-hmm. uh, I think mm-hmm. they go for more for the stack stone, you know, upwardly mobile professional, mm-hmm. uh, holistic approaches. Yeah, I think, yep, I you think you're right about that. Yeah. I think. Uh, what, what do you think about this? I think this fits in with the uh, genre of Corrales. This is going to be amazing. I don't even know if you're going to be able to walk through Corrales uh, again. Uh, Dowd's uh, uh, walking his doggy days are over. <laughs> I'm banned for life. <laughs> Luckily, we're not broadcasting on 1600, so this is a, uh, a quiet. Oh, yeah, right? Oh, my goodness, yes. All we are. The song's too good. No, no, I'm not going to let it go into Corrales tandem. The reason why... Keeping that for yourself. The song is... I'm not going to let it go. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah, I'm not going to let it. (laughs) I will not let Kansas. I will not let Pink Floyd. Like, it's too edgy and too far. (laughs) That's right. right? That's right. That walks over the line. Yeah, and it's... it's, uh, Conceptually, it's beyond the... Beyond the pale. Yes. Of uh, anything that is uh, something that is, you know, written for things that are beyond a relationship. I mean, Corrales, it's a lot of broken relationships, mm-hmm. a lot of money, mm-hmm. a lot of trust fund babying going oh, yeah. on. A lot and, of phony baloney spiritualism. I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. Always spiritual. Yeah. And they're always w- willing to experiment. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of experiments. With other people's money. On. Yeah. Um, gotta find one more to to wrap it up. That where, where we hit on on this. I'm trying to think. James maybe, Taylor. Maybe something by bread. Bread. I'm thinking bread. Maybe bread might go. Bread yeah, might be there. Yeah. All all that all that I am or all that I want or yeah, this this yeah there's a <laughs> baby I'm gonna want you baby I'm gonna need you <laughs> baby I'm gonna make it with you like everything has to do with like. Weird, you know, <laughs> experimental <laughs> drugs and a heightened sense of awareness at the very same time, some sort of, yep. you know, <clears throat> encounter. Simpiness and drugs. That's the whole basis of, of some of that music. Yeah, I'm going to let you take us out on that uh, for a second, <laughs> then we'll get to the top five. This, this is about, about as fun, much fun as we've had on the radio. We should do a real radio show when we're actually on the AM. We're, yeah. Right now, right. we're just broadcasting to Santa, Santa Fe. And uh, Los Alamos. Now, for the record, we love our Corrales listeners, we, and, and I know of at least three. So yeah, well, uh, all three of them uh, tonight <laughs> have. Uh, there we go. This is this would be. There it is. There it is. It's the same guitar. Screw on the vibe here, Corrales. Yeah, this is. Hey, no have you ever tried? Really reaching out I feel like I caught an STD or venereal disease. At the very same time, I caught my eye. I may be climbing on rainbows, but baby, here goes. Dreams there for those who sleep. Life is for us to keep. And if you're wondering what this all is
was leading to. See, essentially, it's not about love or anything. It's just, I want to make it. It's just about sex. Yep. It's about toxic relationships and sex. (laughs) (laughs) The theme of Corrales is toxicity, you know. Like, have you noticed that women in Corrales, by and large, they don't get together, right? They're a lot. They're very lone, loners, right? They're very a lot of cat ladies. Yeah, like, a lot of cat ladies. They're all by themselves. They've got a story, and it's hidden, right? I think that is that is that about fair to say? Yep. yep. And a lot of uh, a lot of counseling, a lot of mental health issues, right? I think that's uh, par for the a lot course. Of, you know, a lot of same. How did they manage to make so much money yet have so many mental issues? Maybe they be they had mental issues because they had so much money. Mm-hmm. Yes. Inevitably, you buy point. yourself enough time so that you could actually create some issues that, you know, because everyone's got to get through their, you know, the, the, you know, the, the winter time of their life and mm-hmm. to have their redemption story. Right. And I think if you're really looking for the, the woman who's been redeemed in Corrales, uh, I think she sounds a lot like, I think she sounds a lot like this. You want ones that, that, you know, came back. And like you know, achieve some level of, um, I don't know, self agnagnorisis. Look up that. Look up that word there. Wow. Down, Musa. <laughs> Holy cow! I don't even know how to spell out. that. <laughs> Anagnorisis, self-realization. There we go. I think they ultimately re- they they achieve this level of spirituality in Corrales. I think this is it. Huh? They all go reggae. The very end. There it is. They all, that's it. At the very end, they all die alone, and they're fighting over trust funds in a will that uh, was prepared by some shyster lawyer. <laughs> Inheriting great-great-grandpater's estate from uh, the uh, law firm he worked with, Wendell Wilkie, back in the 30s. It's always got to be a shyster lawyer, because that's what they gravitate towards, yep. inevitably. They're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. back to our uh, New York roots, and oh, yeah. You know, I, I know Gottesman, and uh, yeah, when I got uh, my attorney, he's Gottesman. Like, like, who's the rep? Who's the rep out in Corrales? Who is it? He's the lawyer who sues other lawyers. He is proud, yes. Yeah, yes, what, what's yes. his name? What's that guy? Uh, we uh, refer to him as Demon Heli. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is uh, Demon, uh, Demon Eli's uh, heritage? That would be the perfect. Um, he's stepping aside, though, so it's interesting. You know? I walked by the fundraiser for the person trying to replace him the other day. Was, oh, who's that? I don't know. I, I, it was a $5 because there's a huge Democratic Party hack on the trail I walked by. He's like a senior person there in, in the party, and they were raising $5 donations to get whoever they're going to nominate against. Uh, I don't who did they? The Bowman family used to run for that seat, I think. The father, the daughter, but you know, the Democrats have had that locked up. Uh, Philadelphia, Phoenix, BA. Let's see, where can we make this? Malpractice, red flag laws. Um, he's got to be part of some congregation or something like that. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah I got to say, that's it. Eli. Is Eli uh, coming from that? I think. The man who uh, helped destroy right to, local right to work in New Mexico. He's, he drafted the bill and help push it through huh, there it is crushing economic development crushing we crush you all right uh people loving the show <laughs> well we are having a little gather time. gather yourselves ladies and gentlemen <laughs> real raw radio before we have to get back on the uh on the airwaves uh eddie oh my goodness have i ever missed kiva please come back on the air and soon 
I resorted to listening to the idiots of KKB. I can't take it anymore. Thank you so much, Rachel. Why are you listening to that? You should be listening. You're playing my song, LOL. If you subscribe, you get every podcast with notes. There it is. We'll, we'll ram it down your throats at four in the morning. No. <clears throat> Not like some toxic relationship. That might have been the most graphic things I've ever said on this radio station, I think. When you get drunk too early, you get up too early, and then you get all sorts of problems. I remember James Taylor when he was a magnificent flying machine. We played with him at the Aerodrome in Schenectady, New York. That's wow. from Wow. Look at you, Trevor. Trevor, Trevor. Clever Trevor. That was his first group. Wow. Machine, yeah. this. It's funny. All these songs take me back. I bet they do. <laughs> Not to the, by the way, the strange hippie, long, silver-haired ponytail crowd of the Keralistan, uh, they do not get into back seats for some weird reason. Okay. Yeah, they just, they, they don't. It's not uh, it's, uh, backyard hot tubs. Uh, you and Dowd are making some of the best radio ever, <laughs> with or without a transmitter. <laughs> Corrales does not get to have Sister Golden here. Okay, I think that's fair enough. Uh, let's see. Yeah, We're a, sorry. We're sorry. Uh, let's see. Oh, any of the girls in uh, in uh, Chips for Poncho? Ponch? Arthur Poncharelli, yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like we just mixed the Fonz and Chips, did we? Mm-hmm. I think you just did Poncharelli, Ponzarelli. Oh, you're right. I think you just did Poncharelli. I think you just Ponzarelli and Par- Poncharelli. You literally smashed <laughs> the two most chauvinistic characters. Oh, yeah. Uh, during the 70s, <laughs> and you smashed it into one character. A uh, Poncharello, I'm sorry. Poncharello, yeah. Because uh, you went Arthur, yeah, you went uh, Fonzarelli with right. Poncharello. Yeah. Who was the white guy that was on the Larry bike Wilcox. Next to him? Uh, he was uh, John, remember? Was he the middle linebacker for the 1979 uh, Rams? <laughs> oh. Like, that's about the only thing I can come up when I hear about Larry Wilcox. Some <laughs> undescript white guy who was super strong that <laughs> somehow held the team together, right? Or was that Fred Dreyer playing for the Rams? <laughs> remember Hunter? Hunter and Dee would go out and bust criminals in California. And... Seriously, dude, at some point, there is so much, there's so much content in our head. Do you realize how much we can comment on stuff? And we're coming from Ooh. totally two opposite sides of the spectrum. And I've just been looking at pictures of Patsy Kenson for the last half hour. So anyway, yeah, uh, 6.45, hey, ladies yo. and gentlemen, have yeah. a wonderful evening. There we will we catch go. you tomorrow. We're doing shows tomorrow and Friday, I believe, Mr. Uh, we are, absolutely. We're going to have a good time. Sweet. I think a lot of people in, uh, enjoy that. I've, I've enjoyed this show. I don't really care. I've enjoyed this show for myself, not even for you. This is, no, we're you we're know, just doing it for ourselves at this point. We're, we're only for ourselves. We're going to go out to, in my opinion, uh, which is going to be probably one of the, uh, another Keralistan uh, song. Uh, thanks, everybody, and how we feel about this. Wonderful, good people here in the, the Kiva and out there listening to us in Kiva land, wherever you might be. Thanks for listening to us. See you tomorrow at 4 p.m. Lord, you know it makes me high when you turn your love my way.
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.